Although chainmail bikinis, I might be fine with, especially like <laughs> I, I love bar like Conan the Barbarian, Red Sonia. So that one doesn't really. It's not like an eyesore to me. But one of the things of like like a slut, damn it. Your stream is paused because you minimized your application. No, it's because you're you're we're live. You we always mess this fucking thing up. Oh, <laughs> hello, <Jesus. everybody. laughs> Yeah, it does that yeah. every single time. You are going to be paused every I time. Doing the countdown, and I stopped you, or I started talking when you said three, two, and then. <laughs> I know every single time that we do this, you're like this, the stream's paused. No, it's only paused until I get it on that scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys. So I guess we're unleashing chaos early. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Un unlacing chaos. We are never. <laughs> yeah, there will never be a time where we actually get this this uh set up right or properly but one of the time we've sold out no, yeah <laughs> if, if we ever do this properly, or, uh, or we were able to afford an actual like manager <laughs> yeah if we, if we ever do this properly you guys just stop watching because uh obviously the magic's gone yeah. uh, how's it going uh, that <laughs> that's an easy one to remember i don't know how many people are following us on the youtube and we had put out a video of um josh strafe hayes uh there was a comment he had made anyway we it, the three minute clip that we analyze ends up being a 30 something minute video either way we have seen two other videos uh today so shout out to um god i'm gonna I'm mess it up i just had it and now i i lost Vladis. it Vladis gaming um for giving us a shout out in that video <laughs> and then right before the stream started uh narc had put out a video so it was kind of cool I think I'm pretty sure we were the first ones to put a video out for that. So that was pretty sweet. It was a pretty big consensus of what the, the upset was from ashes of creation fans was that our game got lumped in or confused for Pantheon. So if you guys haven't seen those videos, definitely check them out. It was, it was pretty cool seeing another YouTuber. Yeah, Narc's, Narc's video was pretty good too. Yeah, it was, it was pretty Our cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool seeing another YouTuber, um, giving us a shout out on, on, on their video, which was. That stuff still is so like strange to me. Um, and yeah, it, it's just, it, that stuff is so cool. Uh, it, it's same thing with like getting, uh, some subs and things like that. It still kind of blows me away. Um, <laughs> so thank you guys for all of that stuff. We got to follow. We're like, why though? Yeah. Like, why are you here? <laughs> why are you want to follow us? <laughs> whenever, whenever we said, we'll keep trying to do it. Um, right. but yeah, so today I think we're going to do a bit more of a relaxed fit show. So we're going to kind of look at the character creator. That was a request we got a little while ago. If we could go in depth and talk about that and what to expect with that and our, our opinions on it. And that's pretty much where this is going to be. We'll probably go in different uh, tangents. So if you guys have any other things you want to discuss that maybe don't quite fit into like a normal structure, or maybe it's something that's older that you guys want to bring up, drop some stuff in the chat. We'll, we'll talk about it, but today is going to be real relaxed. I was, um, in my, in my real life, I was pressure washing a, uh, parking structure for like, uh, until like 2 AM, 3 AM last night. So I am pretty wiped out. I think I like yeah. five hours of sleep. So we're just gonna, we're gonna take it a bit easy today, but we're, we'll also dive into a few things. Seeing all the growth around the channels has been awesome. Cheers to you guys and all the hard work. Thank you so much. I know that, Thank you. <laughs> the, uh, the, the last video that we put out, I think we're up like 30 subs. So really not just like, you know, it's cool that we're growing, but shout out to you guys too, for helping us out and enjoying the content and also giving us feedback, of what you like, what you don't like. It's just, it's been a really cool ride. I definitely didn't expect for us to grow as fast as we're growing. Um, 
like every day we're getting closer and closer to getting that like thousand subscriber. I, I know. I've always known JB's potential. <laughs> I, I knew once he got into this, he would be good. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. I, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyway, we're getting closer and closer to hitting that like thousand um, subscriber thing so we can actually start getting some monetization. Not that we want to like, you know, we still want to make sure you guys have multiple options of where to watch us and, and all that. And once you're thinking that we're in this for money or anything like that, but it's cool that we're getting close to where that is going to help us be able to increase production value and, and, and all those good, those things. Uh, so really thank you everyone for all the love and support that we get and for showing up and hanging out. It is so cool. Um, so yeah, we are going to dive into that character creator and we'll look into that. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, I really appreciate that. So since day one, I knew you were good. So I really do appreciate all, all that stuff. And I, it's so cool being like here when everything's like smaller and everything's new and you guys got to get to watch us fumble around and, and like, even, even me, like watching like our, our growth from like the first show to later on has yeah, definitely been pretty cool. technical difficulties. Yeah, all the technical your difficulties. Screen sharing just dropped out on Discord. It's, <laughs> you can just, just, just message me on Discord when we don't need to have audio for that. It's just more stuff for me to cut. Uh, it's a transparent show. Everybody. Okay. If whatever. I know about it, you're going to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everyone needs their AOC crack. <laughs> Everyone's here for the copium. You're sucking on that copium and hopium. Um, and definitely we were pretty high on the copium when we made that other video. Um, I, I know I've, I've spent the last few days definitely rebuttaling some comments. Everyone, what was really surprising was that everyone was very, very, like even the worst comments that we got on the YouTube really weren't bad. So I, I do want to give a shout out to everyone who's been watching. I, I like, I, I want to put out there that, um, Josh Strafe Hayes, I think he is a very intelligent creator. Uh, we might not see eye on eye in some things, but I do, I do see intelligence when I, you know, intelligence sees intelligence. And, um, I, I think there's a certain fan base. I think that also comes along with that too, is especially because he also does long form media, we're doing long form media. And I, I feel like there's a different type of community that maybe comes along with that. Um, so it, it was, it's very nice and refreshing to see that even with some of the more negative comments on the YouTube, everything's still relatively, uh, very civil. Um, it, it's great seeing that I love having, I love having like constructive conversations, even if it's like a criticism of, of me or whatever, I like having those dialogues and maybe trying to find that middle ground. So that's always been really fun. Right. And I do appreciate, um, back to what you were saying with like how we haven't gotten, like we've had some negative comments, uh, but I do really appreciate that the negative comments we've gotten have been respectful. So that is an awesome thing. And it's funny. You don't normally see that on YouTube comments, especially like you could have a kitten video and there's somebody like, fuck kittens. Yeah. There's, there's always some, <laughs> there's always someone who's going to be an asshole. So, uh, but, shout out so to you that's something that's cool. Like. Even with the negativity that we've gotten, it's always been at least mostly painted in like a respectful way. So yeah, aside from Reddit, cool. <laughs> yeah, Reddit can be mean, but I think that's just how Reddit I, is. I, so I don't know. I might be starting to win some people over on Reddit, but it just, it takes a bit more. Um, it's, it's weird too, because I feel like comments on Reddit are, are a longer form media also, as if you were to put out like a small, you need to define everything that you're talking about and give every counterpoint or else people will just start tearing you apart. Um, so anyway, we will dive into the character creator. I'm just gonna have it run the background. And 
with it's we really <laughs> if you guys really like tangent episodes this is going to be the one for you because honestly we were it's not that we were struggling uh for thinking of a topic it was more of my brain has been melted uh between doing different certifications this week and, and lack of sleep so we definitely want to <laughs> just we're just going to have a cool sit back <laughs> chill we'll look at the character creator we'll talk about some of the things that we've enjoyed some things we don't like um, we'll look at this, the things that we're excited about. I know there have been some, um, requests that maybe we can not so much be devil's advocate, but also look at pros and cons and try to address those kind of things. It is so hard though, because there's so many things that I see in it, with these newer updates where it's hard for me to find something that makes me feel upset or annoyed. And I'm really bad at feigning that. Hey Lord, what's up? Um, Skyak said, if it means anything for you guys, you turned my buddy from AOC hater to ending up buying his package for early access. And then he said, skeptic, not hater. <laughs> skeptic, yeah. That's I, so awesome, though. That's I'm, really wonderful. I want to say, I think there's been a few people, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, guys. Save your money. I'm, I don't, I don't want to be responsible for you feeling let down, but um, I, I for one. I'm super excited. And so that, uh, if you do get it, join us in the alphas and the betas and stuff. That'd be really cool because we do plan on streaming all that. Oh, awesome. We're getting some follows right off. Uh, yeah. I'm so the bad with cursor? The cursor? The cursor. The cursor. Oh, okay. Um, I'm so tell bad with it. Tell us how to pronounce your name. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to put like the, they need to have the, um, what's it? The, the phonetic spelling of like how to pronounce it. I'm so oh, bad yeah. with names. Um, that's like, never mind. I'll be able to save that for a different tangent. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll dive into this. I'm just going to put this in the background. So one of the things that I enjoy the most out of. Can you share your screen with me? Are you not getting it? No. Oh my God. Always with the difficulties. <laughs> all right, guys, hold on. You're going to see all the background stuff because. Oh, you guys see that thumbnail? Um, why am I always, it's okay. No, we'll hear this on the podcast. You guys, if you come live, you get to see the down and dirty of all of it. There we go. You get that now. All righty. So one of my favorite things about, uh, games in general, I, what I, one of the things I search for when I go to play something is I really love character creation. I think we've said it time and time again, <laughs> Lisa, what's important. That's what the laptops were. You guys can't see that one. Um, I love the bag. He's distracted. Uh, so when, when I am looking for a game, I really try to find a character creator um, because it's one of the things I enjoy the most. And I think we've said it time and time again, is that we consider ourselves not role players, but we do like a bit of light RP. For me, that means having a character that kind of resem re uh, resembles myself or I feel like I'm being represented in the world through that character. Uh, that's why you, you probably will never see me um, playing thick anime mommies. Like, it's just not my thing. <laughs> I know that gets a lot of views, but I'm just not that person because I really want to play something that kind of resembles myself. <laughs> Daryl said that looks like my dad. <laughs> the back. <laughs> that's so funny. Would it, would it be, would it be mean if I, if I made a joke about uh, British dental healthcare or uh, yeah, dental oh, care? Oh my God. No, don't say that. <laughs> oh, Americans care way too much about their teeth anyway. Um, I'm sorry, Daryl. That was, that was a low blow. Feel free to, oh feel free to take shots in the comments. Suddenly all of our viewers leave. <laughs> Listen, I'm in a mood. I'm tired. 
I'm sorry. That was, I just lost half. I just, now nah, go ahead. Let's say I just lost half of our like, uh, British, British, uh, followers. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. So yeah. Anyway, so when I'm looking for a game, I want to find a character creator that I enjoy one second. Enjoy of having children. Our, um, oldest child doesn't take naps. Of course, she's not in school today, so she's invading. <laughs> I will bring this up is that I think in the future, we are actually going to be moving this uh, podcast to Friday nights uh, at 8.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, so that way we are not getting these random interruptions in the in the <laughs> middle of the stream. Um, it's, it, it definitely is a balancing act of trying to figure out where to, where to put everything and uh, <laughs> like we definitely have, I, I think this time frame is we typically get on most of our interruptions. So going forward, you guys will probably see us streaming on Friday nights, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And if you don't know how to translate that, figure it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, for like the fifth fucking time today, uh, when I play games, I like to find character creators, something I really enjoy. Uh, I know, Annie, that you really enjoy character creators. Yes. That's where I spend most of the game, actually. Um, I don't know. Where were we going with that? Oh, my God. This seems <laughs> to be a fucking mess today. I was, I was distracted from, um, I'm just going to call you Nick. Nick comment um, about his name. He said, I know it's hard to say my name because it's from Romania. I saw from a few of your videos, I enjoy them. Annie. So, thank you. What thank you do you much. enjoy about character creators? <laughs> holy fuck guys so Bear with us for starters i like ones that you have a lot of sliders which i think is something a lot of people enjoy um so like being able to adjust like how high or how wide like the jaw cheekbones chin eyebrows like just basic features of the face are but in addition to that i really like ones that have sliders for the body as well <laughs> and also i think it's not just like muscle tone, but also maybe like having some characters that are either like really, really skinny or ones that can be more overweight, like just like that kind of thing. Um, because there's a lot of games where you can do a lot with the faces, but then they all just have the same generic bodies. Um, and maybe you can adjust their height, but that's about where, where it ends. See, and I feel that same is that, uh, we, we play a game called Code and Exiles, and unless you mod it, you really only have a slider between kind of showing their fitness so they can be either shredded or they could be a bit more fluffy, but the, the base body kind of stays the same. And I, and I just like that a lot too, because, um, the, a lot of times I can't get the right proportions out of the character or the, how I want to see, like, I don't, I don't want to play as grind character. I think that's been brought up multiple times with how I feel about different, um, uh, with with looking at the Rankai and stuff like that, to me they look like they're going to be kind of scrawny. I don't want to play scrawny characters. I want to play please play some beefy boys. Uh, so I like having a bit more control in that. It's also one of the things that I'm kind of excited about with the Ashes of Creation character creator is that you are going to be able to have that slider to make them uh, more overweight, make them thin, make them more muscular. And I think one of the character creators that did that pretty well, to be honest, was um, was uh, Jesus. Elder Scrolls Online, and, and I can't remember, Elder Scrolls Online, that one didn't change your stats, right? When you selected, I know there's other games when you do make a character more muscular, whatever is. Isn't that, um, is it uh, Scum? 
Scum. I know, I know Scum does that. Yeah. So Scum yeah. was a, a <laughs> game that I kind of played for a little bit uh, when it was early access, but that one, yeah, if you made your character more overweight, they got different things. If you made them thinner, they had more intelligence. You made them more muscular, they'd have less intelligence, but more strength. And I always kind of liked how they, they added that. Also, if you, if you adjusted a certain slider and you made it real big, uh, your intelligence went real low. <laughs> you can't be oh smart and have God. a big, you, you know, can't have, <laughs> barely you can be smart and have a big dong. I guess. Um, Funny. I wonder if, it, if they had female characters, if that would work the same way for the <laughs> Um I was going to say, I think even though it's very cartoony and simple, I think the Sims 3 actually has a pretty solid, um, character creator at least for like body types and oh see I, didn't, I i hadn't even thought about that one um yeah they have a very in-depth character creator right you can adjust like each part of the body like the thighs the, the butt like the stomach calves feet hands like everything you can either make it thicker and then from there like you can either make them like longer wider uh, and then from there i think you can adjust whether it's like muscular or like softer or like fatter <laughs> So it's funny because they, they actually have a pretty in-depth character creator, even though it's like just a little cartoony game. <laughs> I am excited to see like different body types within the world of Vera. So like when you're running around, you just, you don't just see everyone shredded or whatever. You may see what someone who wants to like, I could see someone role-playing like a, um, a heavy set blacksmith. Like I, for some reason, that's the first thing that pops in my, my head, but I think that would look kind of cool. Um, or just, I don't know. It, it's just nice to have something where you can have the customization and variation to make a character that represents more of yourself instead of being right. limited to see, this is one of my complaints about BDO. And I understand that you can tinker with them a lot. I do not like when I am locked into a template and like, I don't have sliders to change things. I know so many people praise a character creator and I get it. You can change a bunch of things. It annoys the shit out of me. I don't like it. And I don't like having gender lock classes. <laughs> So no. yeah, same. I just, um, I don't understand why everyone thinks that's the greatest character creator, because also like you had said earlier, you're going to, you're going to pick <laughs> that up earlier. I don't remember what I said earlier. Why about, about Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> what did you say? Are you talking about, about the... in the character creator versus once you actually have them in the world? Yes. Um, okay. So to the best of my knowledge, black desert, their character creator has much better graphics than their actual game. So you spend all this time like on your character, refining them and getting the features and everything to look perfect the way you want them. And then you get into the game and it's an older game. <laughs> so your character like downgrades to meet those graphics that aren't as good as the character creator. And then like I made, um, I can't even remember the name of the class. It was like the Viking chick. Yeah, so the Valkyrie. And like I got... Yeah, I can't remember the name. I don't remember of the class, that. I made the Viking girl, and um, like when all like I was in the character creator for probably over an hour, and like got everything looking right. I got like the tone of her muscles looking perfect, just how I wanted them, like that like thicker, softer but muscular look. And then I get into the game, and once the pixels were in the game, suddenly she just looked like a man. Like all the like shadows on the muscles and everything. I know, you're very like, really dark. I was so mad, and you can't. Like, as far as I know, you couldn't change it unless you bought something. So, she, she's got... so then I'm running around with this super, like, mannish looking, like, beefy dude looking character. And I just wasn't thinking it. I was like, oh, that's a huge bummer. Like, I, it looked perfect in the character creator. And then you get into the game and it's just, their character creator is newer. And they used a, what is it, like a different engine. I'm not good with, like, the technical stuff, but 
Pretty yeah, much. Another, they have the creator are a lot better. Yeah, it's remastered, and then you get in the game and <laughs> just didn't translate right. well. You, you want to have your thick Viking mommy, and then it gets in, and you're like, oh, what is this? Um, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I know that uh, the, even, even in Conan Exiles, there's some difference between what you see up on the character creator and then loading in. It's mainly with um, some of the other areas of the women that have some sliders and those look awful. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Nuclear Tango, for the subscribe, uh, the sub. Yay. Really appreciate that. Um, awesome. Uh, so we did get a couple questions popping up in chat. So um, Bud asked, have either of you heard how many alts we can create? I don't, as far as I know, I haven't heard too much, anything about limits yet. After that, I, about limits, I haven't really heard anything. I, I would assume, I'm not going to even make an assumption, um, because I know you can have multiple characters, but you, it's not going to be an alt friendly game. So while you're going to probably have a couple characters, it's none of the things are going to share between accounts, uh, but between characters. So like your mounts are your mounts on one character. It's going back to that very older style feel. Um, and because of the amount of time it takes to leveling the characters and, and all those different things, the, the investment is pretty high per character. So you may have an all, because I know Steven has talked about too, of like having alts for sabotage and, and, and infiltrating guilds and things like that, because that's, yeah, that's gameplay that he's talked about. Have a few. I'm not sure what the limit would be though. I, I'm not even sure that they have defined yet if, uh, how many you'll have. Also, you could always play on another server because you're going to get a completely different feel from that. Uh, and Nuclear Tango has said that citizenship and freeholds are shared. Yes, correct. Uh, so if you are a citizen of a node, that is account locked. So th that part is correct. Uh, I, I definitely misspoke there. I, I was more so thinking of like how WoW does their pets and, the, and their mounts and all those things. Those things are not going to be shared between. So if you guys are familiar with how older MMOs worked where everything was on that character and you didn't have a, um, you know, a shared log of those different things. So that it's going kind of back to more that feel, but as for a specific number, I don't think that's actually been discussed as far as I know. But yeah. If you get, if you get like a dragon mount on one character, it's not going to be on any of your other ones. <laughs> it's not account bound. Um, and then, so wrapping up that question. Um, Gaiak said, what first thoughts did you guys have when seeing the Ashes of Creation character creator and what pros and cons did you guys notice right off the bat? So I'm going to pause that video right there for a bit. Uh, so for me personally, or do you want to go ahead and take it? Uh, you can go ahead. I'm going to look through the chat okay. while you talk. <laughs> okay. I got a little far behind. So my, my biggest, my biggest con was that we only got to see humans. And I, I honestly, oh, they showed, I mean, they showed the VEC a little they bit. They did, but they showed the ran, randomization of the VEC. They didn't show us like any other, um, unique races, I guess. It was very cool. Um, I almost feel like too, when they went to go show some things, because this, the, this guy who's currently up on the screen almost reminded me of a conquistador. Conquist and I, I, in the back yeah. of my mind, I was thinking that it may have been a, a jab towards new world. I don't think it was, but part of me was like. Are you guys trying to show that you have higher fidelity than New World's character creator? But I, it might have just been my thought, but I'm looking at it. Oh, like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I'm like, it looks like how... They did, they did make the Asmin 
Yeah, they did make Gasman. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, I was pretty blown away. I know there was, uh, I know there's a lot of people too who were saying that it was a complete ripoff of, of MetaHuman. And when looking at MetaHuman and, and looking at their character creator, you can definitely see that there are aspects of MetaHuman that are in there. I know they said it, it's it's built up from the ground up. I don't know. see. It's hard to it's hard to know like what part of this is Unreal Engine five built in, and also what they laid on top of it. I really enjoy the fact that you can have um, multiple different slots uh, that, that will come up later in the video, but you can, you have up to, what is it, five? So you can put five different people in uh, that, that wheel and you can drag around and kind of give your character those features from those different things. And that's something I'm really excited for because you can, I, I, in my head, I want to make the, the mother and father of my character, right? Put it up in there drag that slider around and find like where my character would kind of fall into that. And, and that's just something I've, I've been excited for trying. <laughs> now that'd be cool. Um, are you all set with yours? I'm, I'm trying to think of cons, cons. And, the, and that was the thing is that we've had, we've had a lot of people that want to know cons of things like things that we dislike. And I guess, I mean, I have a few minor cons. I, I, I definitely like to hear yours because I'm not, I'm not super invested in character creators. I just need to, there's certain things I need to have that are, I don't know if they're more creature comforts or just uh, preferences, but like based off of where I'm seeing it, it hits a lot of my buttons, but you, you are definitely the one who loves spending hours making characters. So yeah, you can definitely take the wheel on that one. So I do have a lot of appreciation for when they get really into fine details of things. It obviously adds a lot to like your character creator, but I think there is like a point where you kind of go a little too far. So like, I think some of the things that stuck out to me, um, just with the character creator, I know it's still in development and that there's a lot, they're probably still going to fix with the way the characters look and things like that. But I think one of the things is that is a cool thing they added, but at the same time can add a little bit of negativity to the appearance is. Um, if you're like looking at this guy here and you can see like all his skin details, like the pores and to me, it's, it's a very cool effect, but it makes it kind of look muddy. Like it's, it kind of makes, gives him like a dirty look when you have like all the little pores and everything all over, like it's more so on his shoulders than his face. Hey, those uh, are freckles, man. In, no, 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 they're not <laughs> They're It's on the, if you play it, you can see it Is better. But it has like the, like the really, I mean, there is freckles, but it's more so like just looking across his forehead, they have like kind of like skin blotchiness and yeah. which is realistic. But in reality, your eyesight, when the closer you get to something, the more clear you see it. So if you were like really close to someone's face, you're going to see like all their pores and everything. But when you're standing far enough away from somebody, um, it kind of, your eyes just don't catch those details. So I think it's. It's tricky for them to pull it off, but the way graphics are in a computer is when you get a little further away until you're too far away, you can still see those details. It doesn't blur like it naturally would with the eye. So then it kind of gives it like a dirty look, at least in my opinion. That's, I think a con for me is when they go a little too detailed with skin details. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making sense, but. No, it makes sense. Um, I know too, that you can adjust the, the blotchiness and, and things like that. And I'm also curious too, because we know from other games that you can have a, a very in-depth high resolution character creator 
And then once you actually end up in the world, that some of those details are lost. And I'm wondering too, like how much are we actually going to retain from the character creator into the world? And, and then how does that, how is that going to handle on not just, um, like my performance, but a server performance too, uh, if we are doing a lot of these details, like, obviously I, I would assume most of that eventually kind of gets washed out. Um, and I don't know too, like with, with unreal engine, if, if you do zoom out, if it does start to smooth out details and then the closer you get to something, maybe it starts to add more of that in, uh, that, that was definitely something that I wasn't thinking of, uh, but it, we was, we should definitely try to see, uh, we'll, we'll definitely look into it once we get into the character creator, once we get into the alpha and really get a feel for that. And, and that's definitely something I'm going to keep an eye out for. Uh, it's one of the things that I really enjoy about doing the podcast with you is that because you have such an attention to detail and those, those minor things is that you can pick up a lot of those things that I, I would not have thought about or, or have seen. Uh, and then let's see. So you, so you had talked about those details. I, I personally, when I, when I'm doing those, I like having a lot of granularity to you know, what the um, complexion of my character looks like and, and things like that. But I'm saying again, too, like once I'm in game, like, I don't even know if those, <laughs> those things really stick over in the only times when I right, do. Which that's not, yeah, that's not what I'm sure of either is it could be just because in the character creator, like everything might look sharper, but like, like and even, if, you know, with the freckles, it's kind of just, it's hard to put it into words. I have like, I know what I want to say, but it's not coming out. No, I, right I, I understand like, what you're saying. So you, you put, you have a lot of detail, but when you, when you get out and you, you're backing away from the character, if those details are still presented at right, a further distance, still, they still it could look have some shadow. Sharp, I think until you get far enough away that you can't see, as you can see when they scroll out from this, like you're still pretty much put it here. Those effects start to look dirty. So like, if you look at his face, his face isn't dirty. Like, but it's just the way I think the shadowing and the pores and stuff are kind of clumping together, like the coloration of them, it's giving it kind of like a dirty look. But see, that here's, makes sense. here's the thing. How often are you bathing in the world of Vera? Maybe you are dirty, but I, I think. No, when... I mean, that's, that's true, but it's only dirtiness because of the way like the pores and everything are shadowed. I mean, not all of us are planning on playing some highborn elves. Okay. Some of us want to be down and dirty and playing in the muck. No, which is, which is fine. I'm saying like, that's fine. I just, I'm wondering if that's something that you'll be able to adjust is like your, your pore size. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I do. I think it's later you on. See it, you can see it on their character. So if you pull up the Empyrean, um, uh, not the concept ones, but the ones they showed of the in-game characters, you'll know exactly what I mean when you see their faces. Yeah, no, it's I, not, I, it's not on here. We'll look up that picture. No, I'm saying, I definitely understand. I, I think there was a portion in here where they show the complexion and, and, and things like that and that you can adjust it. And uh, I, I don't remember exactly where that was. I don't remember what they were showing skin tone. You're still in chat with me. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, I, you got really <laughs> quiet really I was, fast. No, sorry. I was, I was reading. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I just didn't know if there was like a disconnect yeah. or something. I had, a, I had a weird thing over on my side. Um, um, Skyek said, do you think active scarring would be a cool ad, meaning characters who's, who naturally are in battles more, gather more scars than say gathering and crafting players could make some cool conversations in taverns. I absolutely love that idea. Yeah. That would actually be kind of cool. Like, oh my God, you just remind me of something. Stimulate a new scar. <laughs> I think that actually would be really fucking cool. And then you could like, 
honestly, because you can add scars. I think it'd be really cool if you just gain them throughout the game and it's like you get like the scarification as you're going through. But that did just, you just triggered something where when we were watching this dev stream uh, the, the, during the, uh, after the showing, and, and we were talking in the chat, so uh, Margaret and, and Steven and them, and they, uh, someone had brought up of, excuse me, how cool it would be if your hair continued to grow. So you'd have to get haircuts, get your beard trim and things like that. And I really, really hope that that's something that they put in there. I, well, yeah, they, that'd be neat. Or for people who don't like that, they can disable it. But I think that was one of the coolest, cooler things of like playing Witcher 3 is that like he would start to get scruffy over time and he'd have to go right, and, and change that. Go like, get cleaned up. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why. Exactly. It's, it's just one. That. It's just one of those things that adds another level of, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say earlier on that same topic, when I was talking about the Sims three, um, characters is once you're in the game, depending on like what you have your character do, like they can get fat or they can get more fit if you exercise more. So I was thinking like, don't, don't add it right now, but maybe sometime in the future, like they could add that kind of thing to your character. Yeah. If you just said uh, tavern I, drinking I like all the time. Stuff. No, that, right, that, um, your belly, yeah. <laughs> I think that really lends itself to immersion, and that's those are those little like systems that are kind of underneath the hood that I really enjoy. Um, you you made me think of like San Andreas, uh, like Grand Theft Auto, and you you would your character if you just ate junk food, you you start getting fat. You could exercise and, and work out, and I think because of their character creator, that would be something they could potentially implement. I don't know if they would, but that would be something that I think would be pretty pretty <laughs> sweet to see. Is that as you were doing certain things, like the more the more you run around, maybe the more the more fit you get, the more you ride your, your mount and you're sitting on your ass all day. Like maybe your character starts getting a bit more pudgy. Right. I could just picture the mayor of the town. Yeah, he's just Bill. Always getting fat. Yeah. <laughs> he's got. A, he's got. We all know it. He's got a top hat, monocle. Riding as a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around with a cane, looking like penguin. We get. It. We know what you're saying. Or her dragon. Or her dragon. Yeah. Me. No, <laughs> I got to get a dragon somehow. The easiest way is to be a mayor. <laughs> um, vote for Lace. Yes, vote for me. I just want to. I, I just want to hit things with axes. I just, I just uh, want to be in there and smack the shit out of things with axes. It's only. I want you to pull up their artwork or their three D models of the Empyrean because I want to emphasize more what I was talking about with the pores and stuff. Okay, well, I'm doing that. Why don't you look at the chat and also. Uh, just answer some, field some questions. All right. Chat says tubby battles. <laughs> um, before that was, there would be so many fat people walking around. <laughs> um, Skyx added to um, the active scarring comment saying, I guess something like when the swords can imprint on the world and environments around them, maybe temporarily place that on characters after a large siege. I think that'd be really cool if you did get like temporary scars and then maybe there is a way that like say you got like one, I don't know, like across your, um, like pectoral and you just, you liked the way it looked, like they would fade over time. But if you liked the way it looked, you could like select that scar and then, um, like have it stay. I don't know. <laughs> Be very cool. And so I don't have this white pulled up. Just give me one second. All right. That's the, was this the one you were talking about? Yes. Okay. So it is up on the screen now. Um, I see the wiki, not the... Oh, did I... Damn it, hold on. <laughs> What'd you do? Okay, guys, if um, you watch this over on YouTube, it's going to be a much smoother experience. <laughs> but if you come to the live show, are you getting that now? Yes. Okay. Um, Nero says, I like using axes as well. I, don't I saw that. And an axe. 
I agree. I love using axes. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite things to do, uh, which has changed over the years because I used to love dual wielding, uh, two axes and I have moved now into axe and shield. Now I've, I think I've, I think I've pretty much left DPS behind. I, I primarily just tank it uh, in everything I play now and having, there's just something about going into battle when you've got like a pretty sweet looking shield and a, and a big ax in your hand is just my favorite thematically, like uh, as being a tank. So I, yeah, I'm with so you. So are you able to zoom in on that picture closer to like her nose? Yeah. I mean, we're we're going to start losing the fidelity because it's not a high res photo. Cause it's <laughs> okay. getting more pixelated. Um, so I guess it's, it's tricky to see, but, um, you can kind of just see like the way they did the pores, the way the light reflects off of it, it kind of casts some dark shadows in certain areas that make it look not like, I, I guess not dirty, but just kind of like, I'm losing the word that I want to use. But, like, especially on her forehead, like higher, there's just like a lot of like darker shadows and like granted. Who knows what finished state this is in, but I guess like that would be like one of my cons to a little how, like a little too detailed they're going with it is they have a lot of poor details or details for the pores, but then it just kind of gives it overall like a muddy appearance when you're not super up close where you would be in reality, seeing those details once you get farther back. Let's say though, the, the... And like, even on like her shoulders, like she's got some freckles and stuff but it just overall has like kind of like a muddy appearance um modeled a modeled appearance so yeah like yeah, yeah it's kind of muddy <laughs> right it kind of reminds me more of like age spots i guess on like an older person <laughs> i guess if that makes <laughs> sense which i don't know anyway that's my that's my rant on the <laughs> which that's just what stuck out to me in the first thing i could think of when i was trying to think of a con it may just be the way that you see it, because I, I would say for me personally, I, I, I don't really view it as, I don't know. I, I see it differently, I guess. Uh, I, but again, I'm not picking up all those small details that you notice. All right. So what were some of the things that you really liked about the character creator? And now it's buffering. Uh, Come on. <laughs> oh my God. Guys, it's I thought the, I thought the tattoo placements was extremely cool. Um, I actually really love the the blend was that what it was where you could have two characters and yes. blend them together yeah i loved that i thought that was the coolest thing um and on top of that like it gave you the different sliders for the features for certain parts so you could go like i don't know it's just really cool <laughs> um i was very much in love with that and i thought it was very, very cool when they did like the Asmund Gold one, because before he, they even said what it was, like Jamie's like, that is that Zach? <laughs> yeah, it's not Zach, it's Asmund Gold. Yeah, it, it, it was so funny. Was um, naturally, after that happened, had to go watch Asmund Oh, I know. I was so excited to see the Asmund Gold <laughs> reaction to when he saw himself on the character creator. And of course they made it bald. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. So funny. Yeah, so we're going to like figure this out. I can't, I mean, I can't wait to see, because they only showed the males in that one. I can't wait to see the females um, for character creator and a lot of the races. Right. So that was my original complaint. <laughs> that was my original complaint of the character creator is that we just saw what we would see from most like standard creators was we just, we only got to see the, 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 the male human. And I would say for the majority of people. 
I, maybe I, maybe I'm confusing on what races people typically play. I don't care about seeing the human race first. I understand like that it's probably the easiest one to model because you have something actually based it off of it and all these things. But I, I do feel like when anything kind of gets shown, uh, your first off is you're always seeing like that human model. And I just, I would have liked to see something different, but again, that's, that's me wanting to, wanting to see my stuff. Like I wanted to see the orcs. I wanted to see, um, even the VEC, like they, I know they randomized some of it for some reason, YouTube is being a dick right now. Uh, so <laughs> that's not popping up. Um, so I would have liked to have seen different models presented. I know that we, they could randomize, but they weren't quite built in and weren't, weren't ready there. Uh, I think maybe too, that was something that I think as much as I enjoyed the preview of the character creator, I would have liked to see it a bit more fleshed out and, and uh, not that the presentation was bad. It's just, we didn't see a lot of things that I was hoping to see out of that, which I know it will come later on. But as for the showcase, uh, yeah, as if anyone wouldn't want to be a human, that's, that's the veal I got. It's, it's like, I, I don't really care about, um, customization of human. Like we know what they look like. <laughs> We've been one. Uh, so it's, yep. it's not like it's a new, there we go. Okay. I got this running now. Apologize for that. Um, got one second guys. I said today is going to be very much a relaxed fit episode, uh, of the, of what, like four hours. Of yeah. I'm running off a very limited sleep. I, I looking for looking back, I probably should have tried to schedule this for, uh, the previous Friday, but I did want to, I, I think we are going to move the show to Fridays. I, if you are in the discord, you'll get a gut. You'll be able to see if that uh, we finalize that. And also if you follow us on Twitter and, and all those things, you'll kind of, you'll know if we, when we make that decision or, or what, what, whatnot, um, because I, I think overall it is just, it's a better time. And also we definitely are a lot more relaxed in, in, uh, I think the, the previous Friday show that we did, uh, you definitely got uh, towards the end of that. You get to know a lot more about your hosts than, uh, than you would probably during the day. Um, yep. That's true. Um. Uh, yeah, it's just tricky too, because we do this on Saturdays when our two youngest kids are napping and now our middle child is starting to get a little too old for naps. So then she is not taking naps and the, her impulsivity is kind of bad. So she'll just walk right in here if she's awake. Um, she's like, I don't care if you guys are streaming, I'm just going to come hang out. It's like, no, like you got to go, go play. Which that actually. So yeah, it's just, it's tricky. And then of course our time limit is like pretty much until both our kids wake up and then we have to go be parents. <laughs> so Friday nights work better because they go in bed and they usually stay in bed until the morning. Um, so then that way, as long as we don't mind losing sleep, we can kind of just talk until we're done talking. <laughs> yeah. We can hang out with you guys a lot longer. Uh, yeah. so, so and with less distractions. <laughs> so one of the things too, I, it just triggered a thought when community members was, was saying, uh, it'd be cool if we did a stream where once we get the character creator that we, uh, let the kids kind of build out their characters where we probably won't do that as a stream, but we definitely can throw that up on the YouTube. That's another thing too. If you guys aren't following the YouTube, make sure you're checking out that because I think we are going to, unless you're are able to catch us, uh, whenever we, we go live on Twitch, but I think we're going to start posting, um, if something pops up, if you saw our uh, most recent video on YouTube, I think we're going to start doing a bit more of that too throughout the week. If something pops, 
we'll record, we'll, we'll throw that up. So you get a bit of extra content. So that's more than just the podcast. Right. So going back along in the character creator, uh, one of the things that I really did enjoy and it's kind of showcased right now is how you can kind of hover over certain parts of the body. I enjoyed about the character creator was being able to select those different regions of the face and being able to drag and adjust and, and move those around. And I know that during the stream, they had said something along the lines that there will be no, no bad, um, I, I can't remember what they said exactly. It wasn't no bad clicks or no bad choices, but something along that where you're not going to be able to make, <laughs> basically people aren't going to make, be able to make horrific looking characters because they want to make it in a way that if you're, you're adjusting things, it stays within some type of scale. You can grab the different parts of the face. You can move it back and forth, up and down. And that was one of the things that, um, one, one thing that I really enjoy is when I go to make a character, I, I, I typically use sliders, but I have to kind of do each one. And the way that I like to do things is because I'm trying to get a representation, a representation of myself is grabbing that slider back and forth and moving it until finally something kind of pops for me. And I'm like, yeah, I've kind of seen that in the mirror before or something, or that that looks right. <laughs> so that way I'm kind of staying out of that uncanny valley. But but they had said too, is that they want to do it in a way that you're not going to get any wrong choices or, or your character isn't going to end up looking freakish, um, which I, I'm sure that's subjective too. But I think we all know, uh, especially what was it, Aeon? There, there's been a few different games where you can just... Oh, I just thought of something we could do once once ashes is out or we at least have like the the character creator is we could host a competition um with multiple different winners so like we could have one for people entering and doing like the ugliest character and then like maybe one for like the prettiest character um I that's the only two topics I can think of, but that would be fun. Oh, no, there's a lot of different things you could Discord. do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bet when this comes out, you have services where you send someone a picture because one of the things that's really cool about the character creators, you're going to be able to save templates. So you'll be able to, maybe you had a friend that's very, has a very, very good eye. They know how to manipulate things and you want your character to look like so-and-so, yeah, like some, some celebrity or something. I, I bet that there ends up being some type of service. You go online, you, you send them a photo, make me, make me as a character and they'll do that, send you the template, and then you'll probably be able to upload it. And, uh, that, that's one of the things of how granular this character creator, <laughs> excuse me, how granular this character creator is, is that you can get these, um, these, God, the, the uh, well, I, I'm definitely losing that. You can get all these likenesses out of the character creator. Like we, we saw too before with, um, where we had Asmongold. And then they, they did another one after that. It reminded me of the actor that plays uh, Tyrion in um, oh, Game yeah, of Thrones. Oh, exactly I, like I thought it looked very similar to him. Um, Don't choke on all the options. Um, I know, sorry. Daryl says, I think it would be funnier if you made Lace, Lace Faith with you. We've actually done That would be pretty before. fun. Yeah, there's been a few times where we played a new game that had a, a bit of a robust character creator. And like, for fun, we've made each other. <laughs> I like have them come over. I'm like, quick, come over here so I can see what. Yeah, let me see what you look like. like. <laughs> I remember what game we did that on, but we definitely. I know when you were doing the Sims, yeah, Sims trying to die. I know I did it uh, in the Sims. I mean, I did. I did me and you in the Sims naturally. So, <laughs> but that was but, pretty. That'd be pretty fun. We'll swap each other's. We'll, we'll uh, switch streams too. We'll make each other's characters. Yeah, there you go. 
Oh, let's see. Um, Martha says, I see you're pretending to already own the character creator. <laughs> Wait, what? I missed that. I see you're pretending to already own the character creator. I might need an explanation on that one. Uh, P.S. You're sharing the wrong screen with me on I, Discord. I'm sharing the wrong screen with you. Okay. <laughs> I see the wiki, not the video. No, that's what you get now because you keep asking me to change the shit in between this there and the stream. <laughs> so, just pulling up on your own. God damn. Uh, guys, this this one is a mess. Because then they can't see what I'm referencing. <laughs> All right, there, there we, we go. go. Yeah, the tattoo placement was pretty, pretty cool. Um, I guess that's something I'm hoping changes, though, is like when they were doing the body tattoos or body or head tattoos, the head, it seems like it's separate from the body. So when they would make it bigger, it would cut off at the neck. Yeah, I kind of so hope that they I'm find somewhere to. Yeah, I'm hoping they're able to make it so like you could have a full like unbroken tattoo across that the was actually face. that was actually something that i noticed um earlier on i don't know why this fucking thing is buffering uh, i i don't i don't know if you guys noticed this early on in the character creator when they're showing it in the video there is a disconnect not not only just with the tattooing but you can see and i understand why because when they model the body and the head that they're separate this one actually they're seems separate like, yeah that one's actually kind of interesting because, oh, you know what? Because it's actually right there. Where was it? It's the, the this guy. He it, it stands out quite a bit for me. And you can see that there is a line. So hopefully they, oh, they yeah, find I a bit more that. blending yep. for that in, in that they can blend those two things together. Um, because I, I thought the same thing when they were moving the tattoos around and then it would kind of start to fade in once you got to the neck or you couldn't make it go from the neck onto the torso. So hopefully that's a um a which i mean i think you could probably fix that easy enough if you well it does kind of like have a fade effect once it gets close to that cutoff point uh but you could use the same tattoo i would assume and place it where you want it on the body and then place it on the face and then just drag it so that right. it just looks you... like a continuation of the same tattoo right you could do it yourself but but yeah hopefully that that's more of a symptom of it being in the stage that was, that yeah. was going to be my other con that i thought of but at the same time it's i wouldn't really say it's a con because we don't know if that's something that they're still working on that's what i'm saying it I, may would just imagine, be... I would imagine they see it the way we do so they're probably going to be working on trying to make it cohesive <laughs> right it may be just a symptom of it being in the stage that it's in rather than how it will be i uh, know that, that was a now that we're watching, that was probably one of the only other cons that I had about this creator, aside from not getting the, not getting a showcase of any of the other races. Well, while we did though, uh, see some of the VEC later on. I also hope that they add in, I think, uh, I'm drawing a blank on which game it was. Maybe it was Black Desert, but um, you can change their background so you can see them in different lightings because this one's really dark and there's not a lot of bright lights, at least in its state it's in right now. Whereas like if you had them in full light, they might, their features might look completely different than they do in like a um, mild lighting setting. Yeah, that would definitely be a feature request uh, going, going forward. If it was just kind of get a feel for how right, how's like the character look like in different lights and different settings. Yeah. Like cloudy day, like sunny day, <laughs> rainy day, I don't know. But yeah, I think they're moving into, uh, where are they going to move into the blend? So they have that sculpt feature, but I want to pull up the, the blending 
if we get into that. I think maybe that's one of the more watched parts. I'm really hoping that, um, so you know how like the turtle has kind of like the bioluminescent flowers and stuff on it, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, it's kind of got like some glowy effect. I'm really hoping that the pirate elves, <laughs> you can customize their like horn antler things they have to have bioluminescence. <laughs> It'd be very cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this is <laughs> the, this. Yeah, the Aspen Gold part. The branchlers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one of these things, this is that, that blending tool, right? So you take all these different characters, you throw them in and you grab the different points of the face and kind of adjust, <laughs> you adjust towards those, those different, uh, pre-mades or whatever. It was, sorry. It was, it was Guild Wars 2 that did the different lightings. I was trying to remember. It was a, something we had played <laughs> recently. I know, um, there's actually quite a few games that do that. I, I believe Arcage also does that. I, I don't quite remember. I was very frustrated with the, the Black Desert character creator, which I feel like I'm alone in that, but maybe, maybe I'll need to revisit it and, and just see, I just, I don't know. It, it felt like what I'm looking at now, but without the sliders and not being, I think maybe for me, it was just being locked to a certain body type too. It was like, I couldn't adjust things a certain way. It more, it more felt like I was editing a race rather than creating a character. I guess it, if that makes any sense. Works with glowing teeth. That'd be pretty sick. Uh -huh, that'd be neat. Yeah, I definitely, some bioluminescence into some of the races. I definitely um, want to see. I think eyes definitely are something that I think you know, almost all character creators are a problem for me. And they just, they fall into the uncanny valley and they just look kind of weird. <laughs> I definitely, I remember watching this and trying to figure out where they were going to go with that. And it, yeah, it looks, like, it looks fine towards the end, but I was like, what are we looking at? <laughs> um, so when I said that there will be no wrong clicks or no bad results, uh, I mean, that's like I said, it's subjective, but also I could still kind of see that being in there. I don't know if any, any of you guys have ever played games. Like I, I believe it was Aeon or there, there's other games too, where you could make the scale of your character uh, from like the size of a pixie to like a giant, like, and you could adjust all these different these sliders. It was almost like there was no limit to how you could adjust the character. So you'd get in game and everyone looked so different that it, it became very immersion breaking and distracting. So I, I would definitely Are hope. Are talking about the one that had like the anime style? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, like you would have like characters running around that were like a foot tall and had like the big googly um like anime eyes and then you'd have like characters like jamie and i create that were like hyper realistic so it just was like if everything had looked either like on the anime side or on the realism side it would have been fine but like you'd be running around and then there'd be like this like super anime like one foot tall character run by with like eyes bigger than your head and they're just like what <laughs> like, yeah so for me that definitely is um so that's it less of a um, how do I want to put this, the, having a, some restraints on the character creator to make sure that, it, that the characters that are created aren't immersion breaking. And it seems like based off of this tool that it, that the, it won't have that type of issue, but I do like to see cohesion between characters in like, in set. So that way you're not playing them all. It's almost like the, the idea of why there's not going to be like chainmail bikinis and stuff too, of like. I, although chainmail bikinis, I might be fine with, especially like, <laughs> I, I love bar, like Conan the Barbarian, Red Sonia. So that one doesn't really, it's not like an eyesore to me, but one of the things of like, 
I'm like a slut, damn it. <laughs> but but for me, it's more of like, um, I know Guild Wars too, like every so often they have like a, their cosmetic, you can have like your character wear t-shirts and in jeans. Like I hate that. That drives me nuts. Um, I know that's less of a character creator thing, but I do like that they're going, there will be, should be some type of cohesion between. Oh, I was sorry. I was misread. I'll, you go ahead. No, go ahead. After. No, you're fine. I was going to say, I forgot to talk about how cool the scars were in this. I know. I was actually, I remember when they were showing the, the scarification and stuff like that. And when, when it they. really impressive. When they it had stretched awesome. it. Right. When they had stretched it across the face, I was like, oh, how's this going to look? And then once he did it, you know, it almost looks like, especially once they changed the eyes, it looked more like burns. It, it, it yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it scaled beautifully. Like I've seen it before where you can like make scars and those kinds of things bigger and they just get pixely looking or like blurred out. Like it just, they don't keep, uh, sorry, they don't retain their sharpness. And no, they like, they look so cool. Even from a distance, like it just looks great. Right, you can see the character, it's like almost like the scar almost wraps around the backside. Like it immediately makes this guy look like he has a story. That's like the thing it, too, is like, uh, so good. <laughs> they're, they're making it so that the character creator is going to make it so you can have very story rich characters. And I, I think it kind of goes along with a the theme too of Ashes of Creation, where the story is more in the visual side of things rather being told. And I, I love that that's almost being baked into the character creator of, I can look at your character and tell like I'm looking at this dude, like I can tell, like your character's blind. He's, he probably had some type of accident for me. I'm thinking like a dragon had crossed him across the face. I think this would lend yeah. himself really cool to like a mage or something like that, where he's using like, it's it just, I, I think because I also really enjoy Dungeons and Dragons and, and Pathfinder and things like that, that having story behind things visually led, rather than me told things too, like really helps, uh, to sell the game for me. I, I saw that we had a comment about one of the red flags that someone had for Ashes of Creation, and it was that, you know, it's not going to be story-based and, and that and, uh, there were a couple other things. And that, that was the one that I wanted to touch on is that they will have a story. We'll, you'll just have to uncover it over time. But I really right, like well, that. Yeah, the game is actually very heavily story-based. It's just they haven't talked about that because they want us to figure it out for ourselves like it's kind of like a mystery <laughs> like they want us to go into the world fresh and knowing just about as much as our character knows who's new back to this world right and, and i really enjoy that we're getting a lot of player agency and not just within the stories we're gonna tell or how we make our character but just just in general and i that's one of the things because we we had made a clip about no more chosen um so no more chosen heroes right where I don't want to be the chosen one anymore. I want to be an adventurer. I want to tell my own story. I don't want to have to be, you know, currently we're, we're playing World of Warcraft and in that story, I am set along a very linear path where I'm not making any choices. I'm not making any decisions. I'm being spoon fed a story. And while I did seem to, I did kind of like some of the story, it, it's not exactly what I want out of an MMO. Like that's great for a single player game, or even, I, I honestly think there needs to be a new uh, genre to come out, which is like a, almost like a five man single player game where you quest with your friends, you, you discover the story and, and do that. And I, like, I, I obviously you could just continue to make MMOs that way, but I feel like there is a market there. And I think that's like, you could find, like you could move hardcore players 
into like, let us do our own shit, let us do whatever. And and then a lot of like more casual players or people that enjoy theme parks would probably pick up their game and, and, and kind of play like a top-down third-person view kind of game like that with a, with a bunch of friends that way. Right. And, and I'm surprised that that's not like a, a genre. We have like a lot of the four-man games of like, say with the uh, Borderlands or whatever you kind of, you drop in, but I'm surprised that there isn't a fantasy game that that is developed that way because obviously there's an audience for it. So I, I, I'm just, so, I'm surprised that that isn't a thing. It's a little yeah. side tangent there. <laughs> it's just, I've been thinking about that more and more of, you know, like with like Elder Scrolls Online, right? They, they obviously the focus for them is wanting to tell a story and that the MMO part seems like it's kind of tacked on at the end. And it's just these studios, maybe instead of focusing on single player uh, storytelling is to find some way to incorporate it, incorporate it as like a group. Um, almost, I, I, I guess almost in a way of like having a virtual Dungeons and Dragons, like campaign or party. I'm just looking at them randomizing. I know. I like when they came in and, and randomized the back. I definitely think there's some weird proportions going on, um, with, with his hips and, and uh, the waist there. I think, yeah. Cause it's giving him like a heavier weight, but it hasn't been evenly distributed yeah you can definitely see like he zooms let's zoom in on the face let's ignore the body for right now yeah <laughs> i definitely thought it was pretty sweet i i just there we I, go. it looks a little better though i really would have loved the wide hips <laughs> i really would have loved to see this be the character that we got to adjust and, and things like that and I, I understand that the human you're able to see um more more features and more details and and get a better grasp too of like okay i know how that would look on my body i guess kind of thing Whereas like maybe some right. of the, you add some of these things to these characters and they look a bit more foreign, but like, again, like I, I, I hate one of the reasons too, why I don't like playing a lot of single player games. And one of the reasons why I, I enjoy MMO so much is because there's so many different, <laughs> there's so many <laughs> different games, uh, MMOs where you can really customize your character, get it to look the way you want, and you aren't stuck into playing humans. There's. There's a lot of games where I probably would be a lot more interested in if I didn't feel like I was stuck playing human. Well, right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> be, because for me, like sitting down and wanting to play, play a game, like obviously it's a bit of escapism and it's just like, I really want to dive, dive into a fantasy world. And I, I guess, uh, that, that's also coming from my background of, you know, I love tabletop role-playing games. I love war games and stuff like that. And when, when I pick a race. Like I'm, I'm never choosing human. Like it's, it's always a huge, like I'm already that. I don't want to be that. I want to, I want to do something else when I'm sitting <laughs> down playing games. I agree. Um, somebody had said in chat earlier that they probably use the human as the showcase simply for the fact that it's something you can really easily compare real life to yeah. the abilities of the character creator. So like it, it has a lot more of an impact seeing the way the sliders work on something we're extremely familiar with because we ourselves are human. This was I, I, <laughs> Earth I, is like, yeah, if you were looking at the Vec, like you're, they have humanish features, but it's kind of like, oh, like, you know, that's cool. Well, that's what I'm saying. I understand why they do that. But they're literally like, we make them look exactly like this real life person and this yeah. real life person, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I can, I can understand the reason why they did it, but it was more of a... I would have liked to see something different. Um, and, and that, like I said, that's more of a want for me than, than a need. Um, and, right. and nuclear tango was saying that they, they just didn't have the VEC ready and I wish they, they never showed it. I kind of agree with that too. I think, um, 
it, I did feel very excited to see that. And then when I found out it was just going to be randomized, it, it definitely, yeah, it definitely, yeah. <laughs> it did leave something to be de desired there. I, I was very pumped with that, but it would have been really nice to have a showcase of two different uh, races in that. One of the things I'm very, very excited for is to see how Tolnar work and how the sliders work for them. Uh, ever since, yes. ever since the drop of that and seeing the, the different, so the three base it's, it's Tolar seemed very interesting because it's almost like getting three different races in one. And obviously there's going to be adjusting of the sliders and everything. So it, it will make it a more cohesive, but I almost feel like we got three additional races and yeah, you, you can move it back and forth, but I am very specifically wanting to see what that Oak, oh, Jesus, I don't know where that came from. Hulk. I meant to say, I see, I keep wanting to call them orcs because that, that gorilla looking Tolnar, I don't know where that came from. I, I just, I, I, again, I apologize for this episode being all over the place. Uh, much, much more than it, I am intending because, uh, I, I, a little more ADHD than normal. <laughs> yeah. My brain is fried from this. But ADHD get worse on lack of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that. Definitely. I, don't, I was trying to say Hulk and Orc at the same thing at the same time that had nothing to do with what I was trying to say. The gorilla looking Tolnar, I have, that has just been burned into my mind as like, I want to mess with that in the character creator. I am so excited to, to see that. I keep waiting. Each dev stream too, like when it was coming up, I keep getting really excited of like, are we going to see it? Are we going to see it? And, um, <laughs> and I'm really hoping that again, uh, like, high on the copium is that I'm really hoping that this dev stream for just because it's around Halloween and stuff is that we get to see the Tolnar. I just feel like it fit really well in that. That'd be cool. I think we need to start calling the, um, gorilla one an Ulk. Then Ulk. Yeah. I just, yeah, that's just what it should start being called. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I want to see because, uh, Annie and I had once, wow. Annie and I had once talked about like we were, we were on a road trip and we were trying to talk about like, what would our preferred fancy race kind of look like? And I've always kind of had in the back of my mind, like how I would want that fancy race to kind of look and seeing that concept art, I was, God, that's so close to what we were talking about. Cause I always thought it'd be really cool to have this. Um, I, I was working on like some, some short stories or kind of doing some world building for a, a fantasy setting. And one, one of the things was, um, I wanted this kind of like demon race that had interbred with orcs. So you would have like, they would have almost like satyr like features. So you almost like think of like an orc, but it had horns. It had, maybe it would have a tail. Maybe it wouldn't, it would have like the satyr, like clo cloven hooves and, and things like that, but still have that feel of an orc. And I'm like, man, can I make this? Like, am I going to have the option to give them like cloven hooves and give that kind of that big, like looking gorilla look? That I just, I, I'm so goddamn excited for the Tolnar. I never thought that some other race would come by and completely take the winds, wind down my sails for orcs because I was dead set. I was playing Renkai. I didn't care if they weren't specifically like how I thought orcs were. And even like, even after seeing the character art or the, the change on that and it, it not quite meeting my expectations of what I thought the orcs would be. Like, because I, I really did like when we first saw the original one, they changed it and, and whatever, but I was still like, okay, I'll, I'll make Renkai work. And then they showed the Tolnar and I was like, damn, that's, that's a real orc. That right there, that, that's an orc. <laughs> and I just, I haven't been able to get that out of my mind. Cause like, I want to, I want to play with it so bad. Yes. Um, random side note that I thought of 
while you were talking. Does anybody else wish that the Vec had tails? The Vec have tail, maybe. No, wish that they did. They don't. No, I said I know. I'm, I know. Because um, I'm thinking, I don't know. Dude, I, 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 now that you're saying it, I think they could look kind of. Uh, it almost like they should they have like, like the little like. Yeah, because they kind of look like little imps, or uh, even just mixed with bats. And the bats don't have tails, but. <laughs> uh, Scarlet is saying that in the original concept arts that they did. Did they? Because I, I was just looking because they were showing the full body and I was like, I feel like it just needs a tail. <laughs> I could definitely see that. Like, some like kind of tail. Almost like the, the like thin, more devil tail where it's got like the, 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 yeah, that's the triangle. Yeah, like little devil tail I, or something. I can yeah. definitely see that. What, one of the things that I had brought up and I, it got shut down so hard, no one liked it, is I thought it would be really cool um, if we could have half races. And, uh, and the way that I thought about it and the way that you would still get, because obviously it would muddy up, uh, nodes and things a lot would be if, if you had half races where it's like, well, what's, what, what race gets applied to the, the, uh, to, to the node structure when you're, we're giving XP or the experience, yeah. right. How does the silhouette and, and things like that work? And one of the ways that I was saying is that whatever the percentage of you, what you would do is you have the father and the mother and you, you can move them around. Yeah, you have the sliders. So if all your sliders are more on like right, so, the side versus the human side, like that's what your experience goes towards, which actually somebody I said in chat earlier, which this is something Jamie and I had talked about um, a while ago is the crossbreeding. Cause they said you can have parents and like do the sliders between the two. And I was like, I wonder if the parents could be different races, um, probably not at launch. I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe in the future having like half races. Um, so there's like interbreeding between different races and then you actually can have offspring that you pick the sliders between. Cause it sounds like they already kind of have, at least with the, um, Tolnar, they're going to have, right, they have the tools. where you have three different like bases that you can choose from. So they already kind of have those tools. So I'm wondering if that's something that's kind of in, in their books that they want to work on. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would be really cool because in them, whatever say you're 55%, uh, Renkai, that's going to apply to your, your, your racial, uh, XP when, when it comes to actually like the building and the aesthetics and everything that they give to that. But I thought, because when I saw that, and again, it's more me hung up on the whole orc thing because I want my Renkai to look a certain way. And I was like, man, if you just let me take the Renkai and apply it with the goddamn uh, Gorilla Tolnar, I can make like exactly what I want. Still killing an orc. Thing, <laughs> the first thing I would go to if you could do crossbreeding would be a um, pirate elf with um, probably like the dog lion looking Tolnar. Yeah, they kind so of jackal like, looking thing. Give it like that kind of um, like more of the wolfish features and then have like the cool like wooden antlers and stuff. i just think it'd be really cool and then maybe have like some kind of druid class whatever class that may be that kind of fits into the druid yeah that'd be pretty classes. sweet to see so yeah that'd be really neat um but we'll see i don't i wouldn't expect to see something like that at launch but maybe in a future expansion would be really cool <laughs> and uh nuclear tango had made, made the comment that the alien em the Al alien empire was uh human slash elf so it was half elves because uh atrix um the the basically the villain of our, our whole story uh in ash's creation of who brought 
the the uh, ancients to Vera, essentially, as far as I'm aware, he 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 because he wants to get ultimate power, starts learning uh, all the different types of magic, gets into corruption, and, and then yeah, that this whole thing is based around uh, having <laughs> based a, a, along the oh wait, wasn't it the Torian Empire? Sorry, the the Alien Elves were Alien were half elves. I know the Torian Empire was also half elves. I, so I, I might have that mixed up. Yeah. Um, but either way, said, it is in there. Skyak <laughs> said, will they have druids in the game? I'm trying to think now, but I don't know if they said they would. I don't think they're going to have something actually called a druid. But I'm sure there's going to be a class that deals in nature magic. I would. I kind of wonder if that's going to be like the summoner slash ranger. Yeah, summoner mixed with, yeah, something. Lit. Yeah, the lit. Yeah, the Lich was Atrax. Uh, he was part of the, it was a Taurine Empire. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I believe they were also half-elves. I, I didn't know if the Aelin were, Aelin, Aelin are half-elves? Half because I thought the Aelin were the, never mind. Are they the parent race for the, the Pyre and the Apirian? Or am I thinking of something else? I'll just, I'll let you guys drop there, drop that in there. Um, and you too, I'm, I'm trying to find the, uh, are you, are you pulling out the classes? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to do the same. Okay, so we can actually take a look at some of the classes too. We'll be all over the place uh, today. So, do you have it? And talking about, no, I don't have it up yet. Um, I can pull that up. But yeah, talking about, uh, because we had done that video, um, but, uh, our, our analyzation of what, what Josh Strayfazer had said, and we, we <laughs> arguing against, you know, how Ashes isn't doing feature creep. And obviously here we are talking about all the features that we would like added. I know. Well, I mean. I'd please don't ever add any this currently. Have... Yeah, no, that's not like, we don't want, we want it someday. <laughs> we, 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 we're, we're more to... future right, thinking into. Uh, you in the discord. We're more future thinking into uh, future expansions. Right. For a game that's never coming <laughs> out. Uh, we're thinking about the expanses of the game before we even have the board game. Yep, we are. <laughs> we're here to speculate. That's all we're doing. Anyone who comes here for like solid information, sometimes might hit gold. Other times, I mean, it, it, it is there. It definitely is there. It's just <laughs> we have opinions and speculations, <laughs> so it is a lot of that in tangents, lots of tangents. Uh, it's it's all good, nuclear tango. I I thought I thought that's what the case was. I just said I didn't know if I had it wrong. Torian was the half elves with Atrex. Very cool. Okay. I didn't know that was a spelling. So thank you. I, I was, um, I think it was, uh, an older narc video. If you guys haven't seen his older videos on some of the lore stuff, I would definitely check it out. Those are some of my favorite early content. I think that's actually when I first found narc and started listening. Um, is it, are, is it possible to either make that smaller or hide our video frames so everybody can see? Oh, I can make it smaller. I just realized that wasn't. Oh, no. If I make it that small, no one's going to be able to read it. Anyway, <laughs> I'll make it bigger. We'll make it whatever. I'm just going to throw it up there if you guys will get there. So we were going to look to like what we have. What, what what could we find for druid? They have a shaman, a cleric mixed with a summoner. Not quite a druid, but I, I would could say kind that. Of see, closer. I could kind of see that. Um, so, so... Uh, what would you want out of a druid? Like what, so if you were going to have a class that would, cause that's the thing that I'm looking at too, is like, I want a barbarian and then trying to think of like, okay, thematically, 
which one of these sounds like they would make sense. I think the dreadnought probably for barbarian. Uh, so the druid I'm very familiar with is obviously the world of Warcraft druid that shape shifts. Um, and as cool as that would be, um, it's not necessary. I don't think that's what makes the druid is them being a shapeshifter, but I think it needs to be a character that is very in touch with nature and has like that nature magic, even to the point of having a more like nature looking appearance. Um, just because they're so like in tune with nature that it's just kind of consumed them in a way. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, definitely, definitely so. like using not just like nature magic, like the, the plants and vines and stuff like that to do damage, but also like calling on like random wild beasts in the area. Like say there's like, you're fighting a mob, um, say you're, you're fighting like a, a minotaur, let's just say that you're fighting a <laughs> minotaur and you have a spell that calls upon nearby, um, like wildlife. So then next thing you know, like there was some bears nearby and you have like some bears come over and like assist you for as long as the spell lasts. And then they like disperse after. I definitely feel like you're bleeding into like, like a hunter <laughs> at that point too. I feel like you're trying to get the best of both worlds out of it. Well, no, cause I'm also thinking of in, um, Diablo three, they had a druid. If I remember correctly, they had a druid that would call upon like wild creatures. So that's kind of like my experience with druids is in Diablo and also uh, World of Warcraft, which both of those, yes, are, are blizzard. <laughs> but I just, I think that's part of nature though, is having like animal magic. Okay. So, so we would be, so first we would be looking at what has, um, some type they of. They have a falconer. Ranger and summoner mix is a falconer yeah. as well. So we would definitely be looking for something that for some reason for me, when I think falconer, like, I really don't think of anything that would have to do with magic. I can maybe see like summoning the, maybe the beast in, but I, I definitely don't get like that. Um, to me, it, it very feels like a non-magic class, at, le at least by the name. It's we could speculate all day on, on these different things and maybe, maybe we can just do a little game with the chat too right now. Uh, if we can... Oh, they also have the summoner mixed with a tank is a brood warden. I know. I want to know. Immediately, brood immediately makes me think of like, uh, you know, like a brood, like animals, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like a brood mother or <laughs> like whatever. A brood, yeah. Like a brood mother. Um, so I'm wondering what that might be. I'm looking at this list to try and see if there's anything that could be like Ruity. <laughs> I, I honestly think the shaman kind of seems like that falls into there. So yeah, if we, if we, if we do look at what we kind of already know about some of these, these, uh, these roles, right. Is we know the cleric is going to be control over life and death. We know that mage is going to have, uh, el elemental magics. Um, mm -hmm. summoner, all we know is that they potentially summon stuff. Bards are going to be there for support. They have a, they have an oracle. I could see that going one of two ways, either like holy magic, because it's mixed with a cleric. So that's probably what it is. But I could also think of like an oracle, like more in like a tribal sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what do we have for, God, what, what would be a mage cleric? Would be an yeah, acolyte. So... Yeah, so that's less, I'm acolyte is making me more think of like a, a very, um, stewardess, not stewardess, a, um, a steward of like magic. Someone who, who researches a lot, very, I can see them using a spell book. 
Uh, right. Also, their their other tank ranger mix is a warden, which could be more on like the druid side. Wait, we're, warden warden kind of just makes me more think. Obviously, it's like another word of a protector or someone who's overseeing. Um, but uh, I would say for a protector of the forest, <laughs> protector of the forest. <laughs> uh, they have. I mean, you've seen it. I've seen it in a lot of games where like um, particular mobs that were like in tribes and stuff being called a warden. What was, what was the, I can't remember the classes now in ESO, but what was the, wasn't the, the, the tank version or maybe, maybe it's just called a warden. What was the, God, the one you were playing because you had your range, you had your bear. Was that called a warden? I think it was just called a warden. Yeah. So that, Oh, maybe that's what's making me think of like animals. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm thinking that the shaman is probably the closest thing that to sounding more like a druid. And I feel like that may have more like carryover, but yeah, you, you don't see, that's a th the thing I'm, I have been kind of looking over some of the classes and I'm really hoping that I'm going to find one, one that I want to fall into. Obviously we don't know. We really don't know much yet about many of these classes. We have I don't think we've ever seen anything for Summoner, uh, nothing for the Bard. We've seen the Mage and Alpha One. Uh, we, we've mage, seen... Cleric, and Fighter, right? Or was it the Tank? It was a Tank. An alpha so tank. we've seen, okay. I believe, uh, the, the Fighter we saw a bit of, um, at least some of his skill set. I, I actually, I believe that's who was shown during the, the melee, the melee um, combat reveal was, I believe that was a fighter. We, I think we've seen hints of the rogue with some augmentation, but I have, we actually haven't seen, uh, we have seen some rogue. We've seen some, I think in one of the cinematics, they were showing the rogue kind of stealthing and sneaking through and, and stealing things. So really we have not seen anything from a summoner or bard, like period. Um, so those ones are still very much a mystery. It's hard to even gauge. Right. Because in, in my head, when I, when I think of Summoner, my, my first thought is I'm thinking of like the Warlock from World of Warcraft and obviously like summoning things out of nowhere. But uh, again, too, like, um, I, I, like a keeper, uh, like I have no idea how a tank summoner would work. Like I, I cannot think in my head of what a keeper, how they would even, how they would even work or any of that. I'm wondering, cause for the summoner as a tank role, I'm wondering if they summon like decoys to attack. Yeah. So like they themselves that. don't actually take on the damage, but they use their spells to summon like decoys that create threat. Yeah. Or like summoning walls or shields or. Right. Um... Yeah. Um, which like, if you look at the various, um, class names under the summoner tabs, it's like Wild Blade, Brood Warden, Shadowmancer, Beastmaster, Spellmancer, Condor, uh, Necromancer, Enchanter, and then on the other direction we have Bladecaller, Keeper, Shadowlord, Falconer, Warlock, Shaman, and Songcaller. So I don't think it's necessarily just like Warlocks because it sounds like like there's the um the Wild Blade, which I would assume would be a summoner who like summon. I don't know, maybe they summon like Phantom Swords or something <laughs> like that. Um, they also have like a spellmancer, so that's more which is mixed with the mage, which I would imagine that's like 
a summoner of you know spells <laughs> but then there's like the beast master so that's like the animal one there were the right. summit so... temples um shadow mancer would maybe be like dark magic and shadowing uh in summoning like shadow creatures or something along those lines and then they do have the necromancer so summoning the dead so that's so the thing is we do have a wide range in what a summoner would be and i would imagine that it's the same kind of deal with any of these classes so like the ranger has a wide range of what they can be the mage the cleric the bard like it's not a singular thing <laughs> there's a thing like we do have some names that at least paint a picture where i think most of us can understand what that's going to be i think most of us understand what a necromancer would be i think we can assume what a warlock might be we can get a, a good a feel of what a guardian or, or a knight is going to be, but there are definitely some, like uh, assassin. We know what a rogue, rogue is probably going to, how that's going to play, but there are so many different classes. And that was something that was brought up in one of the YouTube uh, comments is, is of them even like attempting to do this. And I'm, I should stop telling people when I'm actually going to go on a tangent because you guys already know. <laughs> um, one of the games I really, really like, and it, it, it's, it's kind of like one of those like heartbreak kind of things because I really love Archage. I love so much that they did with their character, the, uh, sorry, the, the class systems, uh, just, just being in the world in general, how they did mounts. There's a lot of things I really love about the game. And in that game, you can pick three different archetypes to create your class. And each one has a, you know, it changes the feel and the flavor of the characters so much. And there are so many goddamn class combination so i i do have a, a idea of how this can work I, that was brought up in a youtube channel of or will comment of like you know how are they even going to do 64 classes when other games only have like five and it's like well obviously you don't play every mmo like i have but but i've played everyone but i have touched a lot of different mmos and there are so many different class systems and i, I can see how this is going to work but this is, I think, one of the things that I, I would really like for them to start rolling out, explaining some of these things, giving us a taste of this. I, I want to know, too, like how much of this is going to be in Alpha, the Alpha 2, where we're going to be able to dive into and, and get a feel for and play around with. Because I, I feel like this is the thing where we're going to define our character's identity from is what, and obviously... For artisan, I feel like a lot of you guys already kind of know like where you're going to be because of which artisan things you're going to choose because those are very easy to kind of get a, uh, a hold of and, and get a feel for that. But when it comes to like these classes, I really want to start seeing that class identity start to evolve because I, for me, that's one of the things that I really, really enjoy in games is, you know, uh, I, in Archage, I think I've got, you know, it's, it's a mix uh, between like their defense um, I think it was like a shadow thing and, and something else. Anyway, it's, it's like a light bringer. It's, it's a tank that has nothing to do with plague magic, but I like the name of it. So I kept sticking with it. And apparently it's a class that everyone <laughs> hates. And I just, I had so much fun playing it. Um, but like, that's, that's kind of, for me is I, I want to identify like what, what class I'm going to play and all those things. I don't remember how I originally got over here. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like that may have been a tangent inception. It's just words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I know. Um, Gaiac said, did they also say that some players would have the power to change weather in seasons? Throw one of those guys in the naval PvP and just destroy other ships with mighty waves to create storms. I think that would actually be a pretty cool cut. Um, I feel maybe, like... It might be a little overpowered if they can do it in an extreme way, but like, 
like maybe if it's raining that day being able to change it back to sunny or like I think, wind, something like that so they have talked about that the summoner in, in sieges right if you get like multiple summoners together like five or six of them or whatever that they're going to be yeah, able there's multiple <laughs> that they're going to be able to summon like a golem like a siege golem that would actually be really cool if you could do they have a tempest on here is that a thing that's no i don't see tempest i was gonna yeah he said like, that god that damn it through to see if there was anything but i could see if you were to have uh to, to, to be on a ship or something and maybe get a bunch of mages together right and that they could some or what would be some i will go with summoners because they summon ship so if you could summon something where it causes some type of tidal wave or some way to to do that or if you yeah got a bunch of mages together that maybe they could or or clerics I, I don't know who would control weather but yeah if you could get them together and find some way to turn the tides over like you know a, a, a group cast that would actually be pretty cool right and because they have talked about that summoners are going to be able to do that it would be pretty cool to see other classes be able to do something similar where they can get together and and, and do Obviously, I, I would tie that with some type of magic. So I would think yeah, that like you're, if you have a bunch of beast masters together, they can summon like a, I don't know, a dragon. Or that would be something like that, like a temporary. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be cool of, you would probably see your mage summoner in maybe bard, because I feel like bard sometimes falls into magic, sometimes doesn't. Um, right. But it would be very cool to see if, if those things can get together and you can do some type of larger uh, group uh spell or or something like that i think that would be very cool in, in outside of just seeing the summer do it uh, i saw sky also had another um question it was as long as they can find a way to somewhat balance it i'm assuming all the different classes or maybe it would be fun because of the broken uh, no he's talking about the like summoning a uh, storm oh. so as long as they can find a way to balance the storm summoning or maybe okay i got you because of the brokenness sorry just want to tangent it's a tangent podcast <laughs> but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take that as how i was thinking about it anyway um so <laughs> i'm gonna answer that my own way <laughs> right so um if they did balance the that part like i think that's something that we need to step away from and instead of trying to because <laughs> there should be where, where things kind of tip scales in that the there are ways of maybe finding some way to overpower or underpower like things don't need to be balanced and i know a lot of people like you know if you're if you're in pvp and you're in an arena and you're a rogue and you're going up against a mage you want to feel like yeah there's some type of balance there that's great if you are thinking of it, uh, thinking about it on a one-on-one -on -one, but ashes is going to be designed around the the group so an eight-man group which is comprised of the different eight archetypes. So it everything is going to be balanced around fire tank, rogue, ranger, mage, summer, cleric, bard. And there are going to be lots of rock, paper, scissors when it comes to um when it comes to combat and, and those type of things. If you one of the reasons that the ranger was dropping the shaman so quickly in, in the ranged preview was because the ranger was going up against a mage class so we're kind of seeing that right is that the ranged is hitting magic harder and i believe it is um runescape kind of has a system like that right where melee was great against um was great against range magic was great against 
melee and melee. Well, God, I feel like a fucked up. Ranged was great against me. Magic. Yes. There we go. <laughs> right. So there, there's almost like this, this hierarchy or not hi hierarchy, but it, it plays into that rock, paper, scissors of my class right. makes your class as that. more common in like elements, especially in mobile games where it's like fire beats earth and earth beats water and water beats fire. Like it's, you know, a, a circle. <laughs> right. And I really um, like, I really like that type of gameplay because yeah, like, like if there's some, some type of benefit where your mage can kick my tank's ass and I need to know like, oh, I've got to prepare for this. I've got to find some way to counter all the things that they have that makes it so they can kick my ass. Like that's a fun gameplay. And we don't need to always go into games expecting there to be balance. Like, right. Balance ruins games. I, I, the, the pursuit of balance ruins games. Because how many times have you had like a, a class that feels amazing, right? It feels so good. You like playing it. And then the patch comes out and then you're like, you guys broke my, my class just to make another class feel better. Like why, why do I need to lose power? Because this class over here doesn't feel very good. Like fix that other class. I'm just, I'm kind of going into multiple topics here, but <laughs> fix that. Yeah, I do. I do agree. I think I agree with you, but I do think balance is important in the sense that like you don't want to have one or multiple classes that are completely broken where it's not even worth playing the other classes because these ones are so powerful so i think balancing that is a good idea however ashes of creation is all about like everything you have having strengths and weaknesses so i'm assuming that's how it would be and with all these different classes is there some things that like they're just downright not going to be great at and then there's other things that they excel at which other classes would not um so i think i think balance is good but bringing it so far as to have every single dps balanced exactly the same way so it doesn't really matter what dps you are because they all function the same exact way is what kind of ruins it so like for for the example the dps should like I'm just going to pull two random classes off of this. So like the Strider, which is a fighter in Ranger mix, would be better against certain creatures, like maybe like flying creatures versus like the, um, let's say a, you got to look at a fighter and let's just do fighter fighter. So a weapon master. So those are both DPS classes. Uh, one's going to have a more proficiency in range so it would make sense that they would be better at flying and then the other one would be much better at like up close and personal battles so like they don't need to be completely balanced that like they can equally do whatever <laughs> across all all fronts um and i think yeah i kind of went off on a tangent with that too but <laughs> No, but what you're you saying makes what I'm saying though, right? Yeah, like it doesn't need to be balanced so much that like there needs to be no thought put into your class because all classes function the same way. Like I like that every single class is going to have its strengths and weaknesses. Um, and that was just an example. I don't think that's how that's going to be. I was just pulling that up my butt <laughs> when I said that, but just as an example to emphasize my point with the balancing. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, like Bud's saying, is that mage is a glass cannon. It's going to hit really hard, but also it, it most likely is going to go down pretty fast. Uh, right, exactly. And that's that's perfectly fine because you, 
you are sacrificing your defense to have more damage. Which, and, and if you think of too, like where the inspiration is coming from, it, a lot of like Pathfinder or, or Dungeons and Dragons, and that's one of the things is you definitely feel like that's at the heart of things because that it can kind of be the same way of when you are building a character in Dungeons and Dragons, or, or sorry, I'm going to go about uh, Pathfinder second edition is I have a kind of a bit of a glass cannon barbarian that I built. Um, but if I get hit first, I'll probably die. But if I hit first, <laughs> everything around me is dying. And like, that's a really fun give and take in like, I don't need it to be balanced where, well, no, okay, you, we don't want you to die right away. Like, it, it's a choice that I'm making, and it's, it's one that I'm like, yeah, I like that kind of gameplay where it is a very high-risk character to play, and, like, I want to see that in classes. I don't want to be paired up to another person and find out, oh, yeah, well, your damage is actually scaled down, and, and, and to meet the cloth requirement of the mate, like, don't do that. Just don't do that. Like that, uh, we need to stop having that mindset of we need everything fair and balanced. We don't. We do not need fair and balanced. Oh yeah, like I've been saying like shoot the healer first. Yes, take out the weakest member. Like strategize it, and also like if you're in a group, protect those people. You right is we need to now think of positioning and the tactics. So I think having weak points really helps helps the gameplay. Like if you want to be a mage to go in solo and, 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 you know, take out, take on certain things, you probably won't be able to. And same thing of like, if you're playing a tank and I know I'm a proponent of wanting tanks to have higher DPS because I have a bias and I, but I do understand like, maybe that shouldn't be the case. Maybe I should need DPS while questing to be able to be proficient at that. And I shouldn't be able to go and solo that just like a ranger. Whatever. Honestly, I still feel like Ranger. <laughs> like I, something about it. Anytime, like, especially when I look at um, what is it? It's it's probably gonna be the the Beastmaster. I feel like that's still gonna be like a class that ends up soloing shit. But that's just of my experience course, from Hunters and Wow. Use <laughs> anything that has like some type of um native like summoning of a of a uh. A pet always just seems like it in solo. Even when the game's designed animals, not to. Animals are the only friends you can trust. <laughs> <laughs> they just always seem to be like. Until they, they poop on your carpet, but that's fine. Having a tank <laughs> healer class. That could be interesting though. Of like, I, I'm just, I want to see how augments change things. And, and I, I did, I think I brought this up in previous podcasts, but I, I don't know if I, I reiterated that or not. Um, or if it's just something I've been thinking about. But I kind of have changed my stance a bit. And I want them to change the name of the tank. I don't, I don't want it to be called tank because tank is a role. And I think it confuses the fuck out of me when I'm trying to think of things because when I am trying to look at this chart, right? I see fighter, tank, rogue, mage, whatever. I see all that. When I'm looking at when it comes to class and I see tank mixed with something, I instantly think this thing is going to lead the charge, which that might not be the case. And that kind of skewed how I was thinking of how tanks would work. I think the way that I really would like tanks to work is that you have your primary archetype, right? So you choose, say, fighter, tank, rogue, ranger. That that's your first one. I want the tank augment to now so secondary archetype to change you in now are a tank. So if I'm looking along this line, right, I want the dreadnought 
to be the fighter, a fighter tank. I want the tank, uh, sorry, the guardian to be your tank tank. Shadow guardian now being the, am I reading this the right way? <laughs> um, I think you got it back. No, 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 I don't, I don't think I do because before I would read it as night guardian, night shield warden. I don't want it to work that way. I want it to, you go so, down. Yeah. Base class, base class is the one that's, uh, descending down. Right. So I want. And going across is your second theory class. Right. So I, yeah. So I would want to see, is it? I believe so. I don't that's know. I get, see, I get all fucked up with this. Anyway. I wish they just added like an extra. See, I'm think I'm thinking that on there. <laughs> if if you're looking at the the rows, so obviously, so you're looking at tank going from left to right instead of up and down. I think that's originally how I thought it. Where a say a tank summoner was a keeper. I want to see that tank row, right? Dreadnought guardian, shadow guardian, sentinel. So I want you to have to pick ranger as your first, tank as your second. That makes you the sentinel. I, I want to make. I want to see that. So they, you have eight unique tanks, right? But then it confuses me because then if I'm taking a tank first and then a secondary, like, does that still make them a tank? I just, is there 16 different tanks? Is it often, it drives yeah, me nuts. Don't call them tanks. <laughs> it's just so confusing. And I, I tried to get some um, clarification from that on Twitter from, from Ashes and, and they said to, Look forward to future. Technically, it's, it's 15, 15 different tanks. Would it be 15 different tanks? Yeah. Cause the, the tank tank counts as one on both graphs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. You're right. Two. Oh yeah. yeah. So there'd be 15, <laughs> not 16. Either way. Um, variations of every class, every main class. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. So do we not you count them? There's eight going across and eight going down, but they, they meet on the ones that are lit up. So that only would count as one. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. It still yeah. adds a 64. It just messed with my head a bit because, okay, <laughs> never mind. God, I'm telling you guys, like my, my mind is a bit melted this week. So I, I definitely apologize. <laughs> um, I know you had your classes, which is pretty class, rigorous. Yeah. And then you had to stay very late at work and didn't get home till almost three. Right. In the morning, three in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to let you take the wheel for a second. I got to be right back. And I, I know you love when I do this. Uh, have fun. Um, so Skyx asked something that could be cool is if they did a quiz or something to find out your class. Like you walk into an armory, what weapon do you pick up? Give the hardcore players <laughs> some extra attachment to their characters that they make. Or you could take it on the AOC website and link it to your account. Um, I saw you say that. A while ago and i actually agree with that 100 percent. i really like when they um have like little quizzes and questionnaires so you can get your whatever it is be it class or race whichever like a lot more personalized to you as a person <laughs> um actually it's funny because there's that um that wizarding world uh game yeah it's a game that's a, yeah, it's a hair game it's a Harry uh, Potter or uh, like yeah, the Harry Potter one. Um, and they have, uh, I, we actually wanted to do it on stream. We already did it. Um, we could redo like, it. Yeah, we already, we already did it, but, um, I hate, I hate my betrayal. They ask you your questions and it, it sorts you into your house. Uh, I got, well, actually, I'm not going to say it. We're going to redo it, but I know what. No, we, we won't have to redo it. Which ones do you guys think we got? 
I want to see what if yeah, you get your you get your your house, you get your uh, Patronus, which is like your spirit animal, and then your wand. If you guys were going to place us in a house, and, and the, uh, I'm going to keep losing street cred because I already said that I don't really care for Star Wars, and now I'm going to be like, and guys, I also don't really care for Harry Potter. <laughs> but uh, I I love Harry Potter. I just I'm not a big <laughs> magic guy. Also, like I'm very I'm into martial stuff. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to guess which. Is in the green school. Which one's the green school? <laughs> That's how out of touch she is. <laughs> or the blue that. one? Do you not know the? I know the names. I don't really remember the colors, to be honest. I, I do. Know, I, I don't really care for Harry Potter. I know, I know Gryffindor is the red and the yellow. Um, <laughs> Help! You're wrong, Skyx. <laughs> she does like eating snacks, though, and I feel like Hufflepuff is yeah, great for snacks. I feel like it's. I mean, I'm kind of just my personality to start with. I don't really fit anywhere, but. I can't get together, but I'm I'm actually in Ravenclaw. It was I'm a muggle. Oh my god, you dick! You're a muggle all the way. <laughs> I got Slytherin. Just that's the so obviously. I feel like yeah. I think actually I think we will at some point maybe um on Monday we'll on stream do redo the quizzes because it was pretty fun. I liked the questions they asked. Um, so yeah, back to what you originally said, Skyx. I think it would actually be really fun if Intrepid kind of created something similar to that um, to give you a more like personal choice <laughs> on what they would suggest for you to do based off of your personality. You were exactly right there. Maybe the snake one. Yep. He got Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of different games where we've uh, even there's a, there was a tabletop um, board game that we played was, was more machine and hordes. And, you know, I, you, they have a questionnaire of like, you know, would you like this? And it kind of pairs you with, you'd probably like this, um, this faction or whatever, but I, I always love those things. I, I remember like, even for doing like D and D alignment of, of trying to figure out like, where would I, yeah, I try to find out if you're like chaotic or what, whichever. Yeah. Those are fun. I enjoy those a lot. Um, which we do like the real life ones too, like for the personality tests to figure out like which of the 16 personalities you are. I always forget my abbreviations, but I'm, I'm the, um, the, the mediator. Mediator. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I always, every, every time I take it, I either get, I, I either fall between the debater or the virtuoso. So I guess it all depends on how, uh, how introverted or extroverted I feel. Oh, that how day. aggressive you are that day. Yeah. How aggressive I feel <laughs> yeah. that day. How much of a dick am I the day that I'm taking the, uh, the, the uh, personality tests. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I got that one because I'm a bad guy at heart. So listen, it's not that I'm a bad guy. I just like playing anti-heroes. So I like having a little bit of edge to the hero. That's one of the reasons why I don't. One of the reasons I have an issue with Shadowlands is they keep making me a goddamn good guy. And I'm like, what if, and, and same thing too, when, I, when we were playing, like maybe I wanted to sh side with Garrosh. I'd stop force feeding me like what side I want to be on. And that's one of the cool things of In Ashes. If I want to be corrupted and be an evil character, I can be. There's just a massive consequence that I don't want to deal with. Tank potato. False character. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Maybe I will. I'll have a, I, that's a thing. It's like, um, I mean, I think that's something I've considered is just to try it out, make an alt that I can like actually be like a jerk. Everyone's going to have that. They're all going to be level ones that are, aren't geared that are just killing each other. Like when they first get through and you're like, what are you guys <laughs> even doing? Like, why, are, why are there so many red level ones? Oh my god, just immediately create your character and start slaying all the new characters <laughs> in the public zone. <laughs> just see how far you can get. And that's the thing though too, like at, cer at a certain point you get so corrupted where you don't do any damage too. So like it, 
it almost reminds me of like you're, you're starting on like, um, you just stepped in quicksand, but like the more you're sitting in there and the more you do, it's like, you're getting deeper and deeper until it's like this character is broken. And I, I'm pretty sure that death removes corruption or there's some way for atonement. Um, I can't wait to see that system too and to test that out. I, one of the things that sucked about alpha one was because it, it was not implemented yet. So people could just kill you for no goddamn reason. It made me so mad. And then eventually right. they, they, uh, eventually they just like, guys, no more PVP. If you got, <laughs> I remember people getting scolded too. Like if you go P yeah. PVP, you do not use the PVP function right now. It is currently broken. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, I definitely think once that, um, the Wizarding World Harry Potter game comes out, I'll probably be streaming that. So keep an eye out if that's something you're interested in. <laughs> which, which, sorry, I'm, I miss that. What you're going to be streaming the, oh, the, the, the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter yeah. legacy or whatever, or yeah, whatever it's called. It looks, it looks fun. I was like, it? like the Mr. Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts, that's what it is. I, the website's called Wizarding World. That's why I was confused. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. That's what it is. I know I'm, I may jump into that just because, um, I wish I'm not going to get into it. I know that's the thing. She's always like trying. Then we could do it together. No, I kind of like, I'll, I'll play single player games, but the, the sheer amount of my enjoyment comes from playing games with Jamie. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely, I love, I love playing like multiplayer games with him and just going on adventures. So <laughs> that's like, I can play a single player game. And if we're still playing it, I'm, I want to know like, what are you doing? Where, what choices did you make? And right. Yeah. Cause we were both playing the Witcher three around the yeah. same time. And then we're like, where, which part are you at? Like, yeah, where are you at? <laughs> But yeah, I definitely do enjoy playing multiplayer games. Obviously, we're doing a podcast about the uh, massive multiplayer online game. Um, as Kikes was saying, I feel that there should uh, they should aim uh, to start. Uh, sorry, they should aim at the start of AOC to really grip that this is my character feel. So maybe by doing those quizzes and something like that can help with Steven's mindset of this is your path and not not being so alt heavy. I really I'm want. Gonna, I'm actually going to take a note of that. God damn it! One of my children took my pen. Um, uh, let's pull up my notepad on the computer. I'm going to take a note of that because I actually think I want to suggest that to Intrepid to have like a, we should all after this character, everyone go on Twitter <laughs> and start telling them that we want to, uh, I, th I think that was kind of at the heart of, of, I don't remember how we got here, but I guess, I guess all this really does fall underneath the character creation, right? Because we're, you know, we're talking about our classes and, and all these things and wanting to they have that class identity or that character identity. And for me, that's something that I really want. Um, I'm hoping we kind of get a, a feel for that during the alpha two. Um, because for me, that that's the heart of, of most of the games I play is I want to identify with my character. I want to, uh, I, I want to know and start to develop that and, and have a feel because, you know, I, when I play an MMO and it's been a long time, um, since I've had this, even coming back to like my, my old main and wow is I, I, I like to feel like an attachment to that character. And I, I do feel a disconnect now between my main and world of Warcraft because the, the excuse me, the, the game has changed so much that I, I no longer kind of feel that, that, um, connection with my character. And one of the games that we did kind of start feeling that a bit from was, uh, when we were playing Conan exiles, the only problem with that is that you because it's a survival game and it, it's not a huge investment, we do tend to restart characters or, or things like that. It, it doesn't, <laughs> they can kind of be a throwaway character at, at that point. 
So it, I want to find games where I actually like have an emotional investment in my character. Like I care about the decisions I'm making with that character or I don't, I don't know. I, like, again, like I said, we're kind of not like we're doing full RP and, and you know, in, in, in game those, I know it's, I don't, I, God, you guys are MMO players. So what the fuck am I talking about? Because <laughs> I, I feel like most people understand of like when you have that character or even if you've been playing um, role-playing games or tabletop role-playing where you have this emotional investment in your character and their story. And it's been such a long time since I've had that. And I know for a long time where, where Annie and I were jumping from game to game and, and trying to find that of this is why we can't stick with any MMO. I don't give a shit about my character. And right. I'm- Yeah, that's the thing is like, I, my ideal game, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an MMO because it happens in single player games and stuff too, is I want to actually have a bond with my character and actually care about like what happens to them or what choices they're making, like, you know, what's going on with them and kind of like get creative with it and like in my head, like kind of form stories about like their backstory, like that kind of thing. Um, cause I mean, I have a very creative mind to start with, so <laughs> it happens. Um, but it's seems like it started to get harder and harder to find those games where I actually have that kind of, that level of care for my character, like off the top of my head. The only games recently I can think of that that has happened was, um, was Conan. Um, not so much now cause we've like created characters and redone them so so many different times. Um, but definitely the first character I made in Conan, like that happened with, and then, um, the Witcher three, which like, it doesn't necessarily need to be cause in the Witcher three, everybody's the Witcher and he looks the same pretty much no matter what. So like, it doesn't even necessarily need to be a character that I customized myself, but like. I just want to care about their story and it just, it doesn't happen you, often at see, all. <laughs> see, you brought up The Witcher 3 and uh, there was another CD Projekt Red game where I actually did, I found myself really getting invested in my character and it was in Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, in the character of V and I, I was actually surprised and I think it's because the game paralleled so much of uh, Vampire the Masquerade in, in that play style. It, it felt like the, the uh, spiritual successor of that game. And I did find myself getting heavily invested in the storyline and, and all these things. And, and that was one of uh, a very rare one-off of, of a single player game where I actually felt some type of connection to my character. Uh, but, but those games have been so few and far between. I think, I don't know if it's because things feel so cookie cutter now or that you just don't get the time to invest into your character. It seems like a lot of like games now are, are speed runs and, and things like that. And. I want to find a game. Well, that's one of the reasons why I'm excited for Ashes of Creation is to have a game that forces you to slow down, that makes you think about your choices. You know, like how like when Fable, the original Fable came out, I was very heavily invested in my character and watching as my character got more corrupted or obviously got more corrupted because you know, I keep talking about how I like to play an anti-hero. Obviously I did a lot of evil shit on that character. <laughs> Like Doom. Uh, towards the end, though, uh, he's, he did start to look less uh, less oh. demonic. You know what, though? I am starting to get bonded with the Huntress character in Dead by Daylight. It's a massive eye roll over here. <laughs> I know. This is just so. She's, she's my lady. I love her. <laughs> I know. It's been a while since we've had a, a community night. I, unfortunately, we're going to have to. Uh, skip this one yeah, as well somebody somebody had asked earlier if we're doing it tonight and unfortunately well not unfortunately but um 
it's it's not gonna happen tonight again unfortunately because um, i know guys so i'm really jamie's close. mom is actually up visiting so we're spending time with her they don't live nearby so um it's not gonna happen this weekend but most definitely we will get it going next saturday <laughs> yeah so i do apologize because we we have missed multiple uh community nights uh, so we, we will be hopefully getting back in the swing of things. I know, I know, um, it's, it's just, it's been a few, it's been some busy weeks the, the past, like, uh, past few weeks of just been being hit with some things where uh, I definitely was not expecting to be hit with or, or just like life had, has been very busy. Uh, I definitely haven't even, right. even been streaming as no, much definitely, as I would like I think we'll have a lot more mig uh, wiggle room, mingle room. <laughs> Wiggle room once um, House of the Dragon it ends. <laughs> and now we, we are our Sunday nights. So it'll we'll be a lot more flexible once that's not airing on uh, Sundays anymore. Because then if we can't do it Saturday night, we can just do it Sunday instead. Right. But we will be next next Saturday because I think we are going to move the podcast to Friday. So Saturdays we can start uh, we can start those a bit earlier and we'll be fresh and, and ready to go into community night. Uh, because I, I, I do miss playing, uh, games with everybody and, and jumping into that. Um, it was definitely because, because we, we had talked to of like, are we, we going to get some stuff for tonight for, uh, we, we, things can get a little, uh, little tipsy, uh, <laughs> if you follow what I'm saying, a little, uh, little loopy, <laughs> little, little, things get a bit loose, uh, on, on community night, at least for us, uh, it's definitely when we try to kick back and relax a bit more and, and just really have fun with everybody and, and, and jump in discord and have, you know, hang out. Um, <laughs> again, too, that's a thing. Like if you haven't joined the discord, feel free to, to uh, join the discord. It's linked in a bunch of places. Uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube, it's probably in the description. If you're listening to the podcast, it's probably in the description. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Oh God. This, all this stuff it is very, is it putting the same, uh, content out on three different platforms is very, um, interesting because I am trying to figure out like, like, how do I balance this between the YouTube and like, obviously remind people to subscribe, whatever. Everyone seems like they figured it out. So if you watch a video, subscribe or whatever, I don't, whatever, <laughs> however you want to do stuff. <laughs> Just hang out with us. That's all I really care about. I just want to have conversations and, and hang out. <laughs> That's the biggest thing for me. Like, I, I just, I really enjoy that part of everything is, is, you know, especially the live show. I think the heart of everything we're doing comes down to the live show and having a very open discussion with, with people that want to come in and, and talk. I, I think I've, uh, we don't have it set up yet, but I think it would be pretty fun, um, to take a page from Golden Feather. And, and have some guests come on and, and also interview them and what got them into Ashes creation and all, and all those things for people that are really passionate and, and just want to have a discussion, especially if there's a, a, a dev topic that comes up and you're like, man, I really want to talk about this with somebody like hit us up on the discord and let us know and, and we'll, we'll set that up and maybe we'll, we'll get you on one of the podcasts and we can do that. I, I still haven't set up like whatever the application thing for that's going to be, but at this point, just, just, just message me on discord. Um, yeah, so I did also want to talk about when it comes to character create creation, um, I, I remember they, they talked about how we were going to be able to put like different backpacks and stuff on our character, how they really want us to be able to customize that. I, I remember they, they said like, you know, your, your, your backpack even will be customizable of like what you want to show on it, what tools, 
in, in these different things. And they had shown that. And I think when you think of, when, when I think of ashes of creation, there, there's one word that stands out, uh, out, out of everything. And that is variation. I think. Yes. <laughs> that's my favorite part. I think there's going to be so much goddamn variation in this game between the character creator, the customization of your character, not just like how they look, but you know, what, what they're, uh, what they look like, but physically how they look versus also like what they're wearing and, and all these different things. And, and even what they're wearing, what they're riding, what they're <laughs> building, right. like what, even what the mount looks like and not just what it looks like, but like the different structure of the mount and all these things. Like it, I, I understand why people do get a bit weary of this game and, and based off of like, you know, all the systems that they talk about, they want to implement and, you know, you're going to have customization of your mount. You're going to have customization of X, Y, Z. And it's like, God, how are you guys going to do all this? And I, I think that really is something that gets lost is that the, the teams that are developing this or the, the team that's developing this is also being allowed to create the tools that they need to create those things. So one of the things that's been showcased previously was the clutter tool. Uh, for, for even making oh, tables yeah. that in, so cool. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> right. So, so even as the, so I made my brain so happy <laughs> to see it, if you guys haven't seen this clip, you, you, you see them, they're moving a table around. Right. And as every time to pull it up, I, I don't know if I'll be able to, to find that right off, Here, but you, you talk and I'll see if I can, yeah, if, if you, video. if you can find a link, we'll throw it up on there, but they're, they're showcasing the clutter tool, which I assume is also kind of similar to how they'll be using the uh, procedurally generated uh, uh, nodes and, and um, yes, no, I don't know. Sorry, a little bit of a hiccup there. Um, how they'll, they'll be generating the nodes, but you, you see they'll, they're moving around a table and as the table is moving along the X, Y uh, axis, axis you're, you're seeing it's being populated with different items as it's moving around in the world. So it makes it so that way when this lands on a certain spot, it has different items on the table. And it seems like such a small detail, but imagine you're walking into a tavern and this tavern, just based off of the clutter that's on the table, looks different than a different tavern that you've been in. And it's, it's all small attention to the detail and the ability for them to be able to one, have the time to make the tools, have the resources to make those tools is what makes me feel like these systems aren't outside of their grasp or, or their reach of, of what they're going to be able to create because, uh, some, someone had done the math of if you've got 86 different nodes and you have where we were looking at, are we looking at six different races? Hold on. We've got eight. Is it eight, eight? races, right? All right. Is it eight? I think I just saw a video that said it. Either way. So they, they calculated like, you know, that's X amount of different cities, but I think they Oh, nine, nine different races. Yeah. Because it's whole arc it added, which makes it an uneven number. But, but anyway, the, you know, they're calculating how many different cities that's going to have to be based off of the nodes. And they're like, they're never going to be able to code or, or make each one of those individual. You're right. They wouldn't be able to manually make all of those look different, but if they are able to design the tool that procedurally generates everything's and randomizes things, then there shouldn't really be a reason why they can't do that, especially if they set the boundaries and, 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 you know, get the coding up right with that, where it starts making a lot of these daunting tasks look a lot simpler 
when you're realizing, okay, there's a lot of automation that's going to be able to be applied to this. Uh, so, so that was something that kind of, because I, I, you know, occasionally in, I, I think some people do too, is you do kind of have those moments of like, shit, is this thing ever coming out? <laughs> and, and like, I, I, you know, I have that feeling too, occasionally you, you listen to people talk about things and you're like, man, I, I have, especially for people who invested in, you know, alpha keys or, or things like that. It's like, you know, I have invested in this and, and you go, fuck man, like what if they're right? Like, what if that is a, what if this game is vaporware? <laughs> At this point, how anyone can still think that though, is like beyond me with all the things we've seen, but it, it, it does kind of like occasionally like creep in there where it's like that, like thought in the back of your head where it's like, oh, fuck, am I wasting my time? But I'm just going to be able to find that. That's fine. Find anything. <laughs> but with, with seeing all the advancements that they made with the different tools and, and on the, all the different, uh, the showcases we've been getting, it, it is becoming clear that I think that this team is going to smash a lot of this stuff out, out of the park. I do think that when it comes to RNG foundation, exactly uh, random number game or random number gods. <laughs> oh, is that, is that the name of the tool? Is that RNG found or are you just saying that RNG, RNG is in the foundation? Um, but yeah, so, so the fact that they are going to have, I, there are so many games that are rushed where they don't get the time to develop the tools that they need to implement a lot of systems. And sometimes like means that later on they're patching, they're trying to re-implement things, they're trying to, trying to get things to work correctly. And I do like that Ashes is taking their time to allow their engineers, their, their developers to have these tools. Because look at, look at the landform tool, is that you have these structures now, or you know these, uh, you're looking at say the uh, sandstone that we gotta look at, or, or the rock faces, I can't, can't remember, quite remember the name at the moment. And you're watching as they're using the tool and designing it. And they're talking about, you know, how it allows us to not only take, uh, the same asset, but also to give variations of this asset again, back to that variation. And, and they are giving themselves the time and the tools and resources that they need to be able to create the world efficiently and quickly. And I think that the switching to Unreal Engine 5 has allowed that to really explode. And we don't even know what tools now that they have created and coded for Unreal Engine 5. So I'm very excited. Right. I still, it's in the back of my mind too. They talked about the huge milestone. And I think about that when, when, you know, we're setting things up for the podcast or we're, we're talking about things and in the back of my mind, it's like, what was, because it was, whatever it was, it was a big stress relief. And I, you know, they, they talked about it was an emotional journey for them. So whatever it is, it was, it was a very big deal. It's still in the back of my mind. It's like, what was, what was milestone? What was milestone number two? Like, did you guys finish the node system? Like, or did you finish maybe, the world? Maybe like, they finished alpha two. Maybe that, yeah, maybe they did now finish alpha two. Polishing it off and waiting to announce it. <laughs> That's true. Like what exactly got finished? Because obviously it was something big. Um, and like, I just, I want to know what that is. And I, I know in time we'll know. Um, there's so much mystery, which I, I think is what causes a lot of skepticism i can see that and, and like but it's it's weird too like it's like really double-edged because there's a lot of mystery but there's also so much openness with where they are at their development which you don't usually see right actually you very very rarely see if ever i don't development of any game like <laughs> i can't think of any game at this scale that has been this forward and open with their development like showing things where 
you know, the, the, occasionally, yeah, you, you could get a glimpse here and there, but they're showing so much of things that, hey, you know, I always get that preface, hey guys, remember this is an alpha state, this isn't quite ready. Uh, so, you know, just remember that this is, you're just going to have uh, different iterations and, and things like that. And yeah, you might get like a certain game, maybe they're doing that once or twice a year, but they're doing it every month where they're showing us different right. things. And, and it's, it's, it's a completely different, uh, a different approach to game development. And it can, uh, honestly, it can be extremely painful as a, um, someone who has invested their time in the game to sit here in, 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 you know, like since you're following it since 2017 or whenever it was, and you're sitting there and you're like, God, like, I, I know this probably still has five more years <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, and, and obviously as a, someone who, if you're someone who's not following the game closely and, and stuff like that, you're like, wow, they've, they've only got that far. And it's like, you guys have no idea how far this has come and, and that can, that can lead to its own frustration well, that's how much that we even have been told to. Because right. I have a deep-rooted theory that they only tell us about things once it's either close to being finished or finished. And see, I, I, I have <laughs> a feeling that that is very true because I know after the debacle with the Alpha One dates, it did it did seem like it did seem that Steven kept a lot more stuff close to the chest or did not want to say anything until they knew that they had it in the bag, that they knew that if they talked about it, they could back it up. Like, I, I really feel like they don't show things that, and same thing too, like why did it take so long for combat to be brought up? Because they wanted it to look great and they wanted to know that they could deliver when they showed it. So that way, when someone questioned again, they could back it up. And I, I think right. that's been the approach like that. It's like too, of like when they said that they had made the world bigger, if I, I think if they had attempted and they realized, okay, guys, this is going to fail. Don't even talk about it. Like that's not even bring it up. Exactly. Because yeah. if, if you're, if you're talking about like, we want to do this, like, you're not going to be like, okay, that internally let's work on this. Let's see how this goes. You're not going to just tell the public, Hey guys, we made the world three times bigger. <laughs> and right. I get, I get, I get it. It's not exactly three times bigger. The, the, the land mass is only like two times bigger, whatever you guys get what <laughs> I mean. You're gonna get lambasted uh, at too. Didn't you say we were talking earlier, and you said that um, they had finished the Alpha One area? What was it, 2017? I think the Alpha One built. Someone had said something that where you could look at the. I, I think it was if you looked. So I can't remember where it was. I don't know if it was INI file. There was something where it did say that the it said something about the build and it, it being dated at 2016. So we got to test, when did we test? Oh, that's right. 2016, uh, last year, 2021. Was it, was it 21 or 22? Or sorry, 21 or 2020? It's 21, right? 21. Yeah. Cause 2020 okay. was the pandemic. Nothing was happening then. <laughs> right. So that's a thing uh, too, is like. So that's something that could be another factor is that they've had the alpha one world, like ready to go since 2016. And we didn't even play it till last year. Right. So like how, how much more is, it's so hard to like figure out like where we actually are. I don't see that's a thing. I think alpha, we're going to get the alpha in 2023, unless, unless testing goes extremely well and nothing breaks, which I assume it will. <laughs> I, I don't see the game coming out anytime before 2025. Um, 
that's my own thing. I really, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of where, so I feel like we're probably going to spend most of the time in alpha two. I feel like alpha two is going to be the longest stretch of not, not the longest stretch of development, but I feel like that's going to have the longest testing phase in where I would assume that because we got to test not only, so we're going to test seasons and we need to be able to see like, Hey, do seasons feel good as two weeks? Do they feel good as three weeks? That's right. going to take time. Like that in itself literally is going to take some time to see if that feels good. So that right there is already a time investment. Uh, and then we also, you know, I, but I feel like once alpha two is finished and we move into beta one, like that's going to be a lot more polishing. That's going to be, here's a few other features that we're introducing. We're going to try this out. Beta two, beta two is, all right, guys, we're going live within like a month or two. We need to get this ready. And then that's, that's going to be a launch. So I feel like alpha two, because it's going to be also in a persistent state, um, it's going to feel more like an open ac early access game. We're going to get patches and updates and try these different things. Hey, we fix this, try yeah, this, we break this. If everything goes to plan, I could see alpha one or alpha two being in 2023. Yeah. Um, and then 2024 would be beta one and possibly beta two, because those might be able to be closer together. And then launch would be 2025. So I could see that as long as everything stays on track. And then that puts them much closer to what the general estimation is for how long it takes to make an MMO. And um, it's usually between like six to nine years, most MMOs at least. Um, right. So that puts them right at seven, right? If they, if it's 2025, puts us around seven years. Uh, seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, depending when, when they actually started, because <laughs> I, I was saying earlier too, like, do we even know how much of the game they worked on before they started the Kickstarter? <laughs> that I'm not sure too, because obviously um, they had assets to show, but. Right. Um, especially it being funded. And largely by Steven. So who even knows how much work they did on the game before they even opened the Kickstarter, um, which that's more speculation than anything else, but. <laughs> yeah, there, there really is as much as we know, there's probably like a thousand more things we don't know and we don't. So it's so much of it is speculation and it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. Um, if we get to the point where all of us that have been here the whole time and you know, OGs that follow along the development. Like, I really hope that Ash's fans do get their day to be like, fuck you guys. Fuck every single yeah. one of you that told me, told me my game wasn't going to come out. And if <laughs> that it was, that it was a scam. <laughs> and then if it never comes out, uh, most likely you'll never hear from us. Again. We sound, we sound like some of those doomsday people that like think the end of the world is going to be on a certain day. And then we're like, we just can't wait till that day. So yeah, I know we do. It does make us seem like a bunch of crazy people. <laughs> it's so funny. But I, I, I really hope that we get that day of like, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> and it's going to be so funny because that, that day, if that day does happen, there will still be people who are like, man, it's a scam. Not going to last. It's or like, the people that flip flop. Where they're like, I always believed in it. Yeah, I always well, thought I have this comment from you on my YouTube from 2020 that says. It. Yeah, I'm gonna be that. <laughs> I'll be that petty person that say, like pins all the worst YouTube comments just so when it does release, I can go back and be like, so how you feel now, buddy? <laughs> no, I won't do that. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, I think that's a that's a whole other YouTube video. 
that you could do where you, where you pin them and then just go through and be like, this guy thought this, let's laugh at them. <laughs> yeah. But it was, was pointing out too, that they don't need as much stories as the others need. And, and that's true. I mean, a lot of that story is going to be coming in discovery and text. And I think there will probably be, because I think there's going to be some instance, um, environments, I think, cause Steven had mentioned that there'd be some instance areas that to help or that if if there are more instance areas they will be for helping to explore the story more so i, I think we'll we will get some of that but it definitely won't be the hand holding that we get now where you complete five different quests and all of a sudden there's a cutscene that's telling you exactly how your character feels right which that's yeah. not a, like i understand that there are a lot of people that do really like story heavy games and mmos and i think they should have a place to play like, I'm not saying to take that away. If you love Final Fantasy, if you love WoW, if you love Elder Scrolls, it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad that you guys have that game. Like I, I'm saying like, that's, that's awesome. Uh, for me personally, there's a lot of things that but some of us are still looking for a home. <laughs> right. And, and I think that's what we're excited about is that we see this game and it, it touches on a lot of things that we've been missing from our gaming experience. And I feel like it's. Uh, I, I know it's a lot of probably older players that are, are, you know, kind of missing how MMOs used to feel, but also maybe it, you don't want to go back and play them because they look horrendous in, you know, after 20 years, like that's one of the reasons why I can't play vanilla. Wow. And like, I understand like the, the, it should be based off the gameplay, but man, my eyes just can't stand looking at the textures. Like I can't do it, but I, you know, I it, like. Honestly, if, if someone did a complete overhaul of the textures and, and upgrades to like make EverQuest one or two look brand new, I'd probably jump into that right now. It's just, I, I, I'm craving something that doesn't really exist or like in the modern market. online, freaking good. Somebody needs to, to get on that. <laughs> Ultimate, Ultimate online too. But that's, yeah. that's the thing is like, there's a lot of us that are still searching for a home and that's why I think there's so many people are hopeful for ashes because we, we have been trying to find a game that kind of fits a certain mold and they don't, they don't fit or, or, or hit a lot of the spots that we're looking for. Yep. So. I agree. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully in the we have very... something to look forward to, but, but don't get too excited. <laughs> no, don't, don't hype this game. No, just do whatever you want. Don't, don't hype this game because you might be sad on the rare chance that it's a scam. I, I, to go back to that, I'm pretty sure that viewer, that video was talking about how content creators need to be careful about hyping the game because they're giving fans false expectations. And, uh, it's just also be careful about giving out misinformation. Yeah. Red, uh, red dead or yeah. Red dead or whether there's a hundred hours of story of just, story. okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, there's a thing, like, there, there's lots of games where there's, like, tons and tons of, of story. And even without, like, there's other games, too, like, there can be tons and tons of story without even having to actually see a cutscene. Yeah, I, I remember there was someone talking about how one of the things that they really enjoyed doing in Elder Scrolls Online is they like to go in the dungeons and read the books. And luckily they have a group. Yeah. <laughs> right. They, they have a group that they'll at least be able to sit down with and, and they'll sit and they'll read all the books. And, and I thought that was actually kind of cool. And it's like, man, trying to do that in like a pub group, like they would li lose their shit at you first. You'd like, oh, yeah. <laughs> be like, no, I just need this gear. That's the only reason I'm doing this dungeon. 
But dude, I, can, I don't even know the last time I read a quest. Like, until unless I'm, I start doing it, I realize like, why can't I complete this? I, I need to press the little button. Um, <laughs> but like, I, See, I'm a, I think I'm a little better with that because like I do, I do like story to an extent. Like if I, I do kind of read the quests, I kind of skim over it and figure out if it's something that's interesting to me or not. And if it's not, like it's just, you know, like click, 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 click. But then there is some, and I'm thinking in uh, World of Warcraft in particular, where like I do kind of take my time when I'm questing to read the dialogue and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of the same with like Elder Scrolls. Um, I like Elder Scrolls. Like, but then also in games where you actually have decision making and it matters, like those are the ones that get me really like, into the story because I'm like my choice matters like I need to actually pay attention and make the right choice so like for example I'm thinking of uh uh the Witcher 3 with that and then that uh uh what was the path name of that Pathfinder game Pathfire uh, Wrath of the Righteous that's what it was yeah so that one as well <laughs> yeah I love that game and that's one where like I read every single bit of dialogue I, I read everything and I like that I have to slow down and and, and do that um they don't want you to even loot. Yeah, I know a lot of games too. Like you just, you press F and you just pick it up. Like that's actually, okay. So <clears throat> you actually touched on something that irritates the shit out of me. And that is currently anytime I do a dungeon or queue for, you know, dungeon finder or whatever. And wow. And I play the items just end up in my goddamn bag. Why, why did we make it that I can't loot a boss? Someone please explain to me. Why the fuck I cannot right click on a boss and pick up my item? I don't understand who thought that that needed to be made as a change. Like, it's just, you know, part of me is wondering because, um, there was a couple, there was twice now I was doing a dungeon in Shadowlands, um, where there was a flying boss that when you killed it, it was over ground that. You, like if you jumped off it you would die obviously you can't fly in a dungeon so the boss just falls and then you can't loot the body um but if you don't loot it it gets mailed to you but i think they were getting a lot of gm tickets probably from people who didn't get to loot it and it was just taking up too much time so they're like we're just gonna fix this and you're just gonna get your loot in your bag so then it doesn't i don't know i just i know that's our time well no because they started implementing that pitch uh, that 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 um that change I think it was towards the end of Mr. Pandaria because they had changed, they had added in a new system where you would get personalized loot. So then when yeah. they started doing the personalized loot, they made it so you would just get an item. And I remember we ran a couple of times because it was broken. We ran a raid back in Warlords of Draenor and no one got anything off of a the boss. The whole raid. I think there was like one guy. There was like one person who got like one, one thing. Or two. I remember out of that. every single boss, like nothing. It was just gold for everybody. That and it was like the biggest off. waste of time. And then we're like, yep, no, we're going back to Master Looter. Right, you right just lost. Because and at it, least then that way you're guaranteed at least one or two items off of every boss. Yeah, go, going forward because there's so many people like, we won't raid unless you change it to that. I'm like, Get, fine, don't. I'm like, we're doing Master Looter. I will hand out things. If you can't trust me to run the raid and hand out your gear, like just then don't. I like, I don't know what to tell you. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I hate that current thing of like, it, like you've done down the game so goddamn much that I can't even pick up a goddamn item. <laughs> and like, and uh, I think we had, we touched on this before of like, you know, there's, 
it is kind of fun like when you're questing and like you've got a few different mobs you're, you're down things and you can see like there's a sparkle down your feet and you're like man after i kill these guys i'm picking up that hopefully it's something cool and and like right that's that's a satisfaction of i just killed them i think that's the thing that we talked about last time too was like i like i love the sparkle but i think wow overdoes it now because every time you kill something yeah, everything it has, has sparkle. it has something and it's usually just a gray item which makes it not as exciting because that's just what you start to expect so it's no longer like a special event <laughs> uh this guy's saying that's one of the things holding back from from wow i just feel like i waste my time that i don't have a lot of time for gaming i agree especially yeah, as uh, i agree I agree. <laughs> Especially as I, uh, becoming an older gamer and you, you have kids and you have a limited time. Like, right. Well, we just did that looking for rage group the other night and neither one of us got anything. Yeah, that's pretty lame. I mean, we only downed three bosses, but and, either way. <laughs> and I, I think it, it is a weird spot too, right? Because if you, if you have a limited time for gaming, I think most people would think then you probably want that gaming experience to go faster. You want to be able to achieve things faster. And for me, even as someone who I'm, you know, depending on how things go, go a certain way, like even with ashes, I might not be able to play as often as I'm going to want or be able to invest as much time as I want. But what I want is that when I right, sit, we still, we still need to sleep, exercise, and eat right. food. <laughs> but when I sit down, I don't want to just be given things. What I want is for the game to respect my time. I want it to feel like what I'm doing inside the game is meaningful. I want to feel like the, the choices and decisions that I'm making are impactful. I don't need you to throw experience boost at me or, or this or that. Uh, it, like just make, make the questing and adventuring feel meaningful. Make it feel like I'm for whatever reason I'm there, that it, it feels like I'm there for a reason. If I've right, got, I think, sorry, right, go ahead. you got, you got, Oh, I was going to say, I think. At least to the best of my knowledge, um, Ashes is going to do a really good job with that because you're doing raids for more reasons than just getting loot. Uh, like, yes, the materials that you're going to get are important, but if you leave that raid not getting anything, there's, at least to the best of my knowledge, there's quite a few raids that have real world um, effects on on things. So. If you don't like do that raid, like it could possibly cause your node to be destroyed or something along those lines. So like you may not get loot, but it's going to stop something or start something greater. Right. I, I do like that. The, it's, it feels like, especially the world events. So dragon pops out because you triggered something because you hit a, you know, stage four on the node. And then like, if you don't take care of this, it's going to become an even bigger problem. And I like that, that it gives you a sense of urgency of. Hey, you guys might want to start investigating this. You might want to look into this. Um, and I actually, I, it just kind of popped in my head of how do you feel about the fact that you probably won't be getting any type of item drops off of like raid bosses? Um, so I do have a bit of mixed feelings about it, mostly because that's what I'm used to is getting all my items straight from the boss <laughs> or the things that I kill. Um, in general, like, for example, in World of Warcraft, like quest items for the most part suck. So like, you don't even get good items from that. But, um, I think in reality, it is a lot more realistic for when you kill a dragon to get dragon scales than it is to get like a staff. <laughs> um, 
And like, yes, I think it would be cool if like that dragon was guarding a chest that maybe had like some like ancient weapons or something cool in there, um, which I think will be an occurrence here and there, but it's not going to be the norm. Um, and I think it's really good from an um, like economy standpoint, because that really helps keep like blacksmithing and armor smithing relevant. Because if you're just able to get all of your weapons and armor straight from raid bosses, like nobody's going to seek out the local blacksmith who happens to be a player. <laughs> and then they're going to be out of a job eventually. Because I know in quite a few MMOs, like the crafting only takes you so far. And then the stuff that you get from raids and dungeons is usually always better. And it just doesn't really give like a meaningful purpose behind like really excelling in those professions <laughs> outside of just for fun um so i do think it's an important element to the game because it's gonna keep like you need to get those dragon scales and then bring them back to like a blacksmith and have them make you like a dragon uh dragon scale shield or something like it's just it it's cool like i i do like it even though i have mixed feelings about it but yeah so i <laughs> I, I haven't known anything different <laughs> so i definitely feel uh very similar um I actually, when you had said like, maybe it's guarding a chest that actually I thought was kind of cool because potentially maybe there is still a way to get some gear from doing raids rather than just having to go to an artisan to, to, to make something for you. But I, you know, items still, the best items in the game should be made by your master craftsman. I do wonder, however, if the reason that a lot of games obviously do soul bound or what for whatever that they, you know, uh, doing it that way is so that they can cut down on any pay, uh, unintentional, like pay to win. So where you could, an uh, auction house, just buy your power. And a lot of that I think is that they don't have stringent um, anti-gold buying mechanics or, or things like that uh, to, to prevent people from doing that. But I, I do wonder of how that will affect, um, you know, say, say you are a very decent player but for some reason you just don't know how to make gold like or or to, to buy material like i i do wonder how that gameplay loop is gonna work because you know if if you aren't someone who really focuses on on getting gold and it's gonna take even if you get the mats from doing raids of you know are you gonna be able to get in a craftsman to create that item for you or are you gonna have enough material like i i really want to see how that plays out um but from playing a lot of uh, survival games where you just get materials and you have to go back and craft things. It definitely has given me a different perspective on what you get from, from downing a boss and, and uh, like collecting the materials to go have a craft crafter, make something for you or crafting it yourself. And I, I don't think that will be as foreign of a thing, but I, I still feel like at the same time, it, it, I think it will give me a little bit of a, a pang to be like, oh man, we got where mats <laughs> or like you, you do want like, and I'm, I'm sure that they are also going to have, uh, you know, very rare loot tables where like occasionally like this item does drop off of like certain mobs. But it, that's it, what I'm thinking too, is like, you could have, like, you should know like the recipe for like that sword you really want or something. So right. you kind of get it in your head, like what items you need. And then you're like, you know, grinding raids, stuff like that. And then like, finally, like the last item you need for that sword drops and you're just right. like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> see something like that, that, see, that would feel good of like, you know, the half dropped or whatever, or the, the, the pommel for the, the sword I've been waiting, waiting for finally is here. 
Uh, and then I, I, I do wonder though, like it probably will just be like material, specifically material. I don't know if we'll drop items, but I've always thought that too, of like, you know, you're, you're playing and then you get that thought in the back of your head of like, why did that horse have a helmet inside of it? And how did I obtain that? Did it, was it in a bag? Did I cut it open? Like, I don't know if other people are thinking that, but like you're going around the world and something drops and you're like, well, why did that have that? Why? I don't understand why that's in there. I don't know if it's just me, Definitely. but it kind of snaps you out of it for a bit where you're like, this makes no sense at all. Um, um, I, I do agree. I do agree with what Bud said that, yeah, but don't just give me two scales from a whole dragon. Yeah, that, that would definitely suck. When you like kill a whole dragon and you're like, you got one salvageable. Food. Right, it, it's <laughs> gotta, it's gotta be a decent amount of material that drops up. Yeah, the whole raid kills like this giant dragon. You've got forty people, and it's like, all right, we got one scale, guys. How are we doing this? Yeah, how are we split uh, it? Um, Skyx said, kind of crazy to think that there will be players that will be super successful without even picking up a weapon. I know, I like it's, that. It's mind blowing. I will agree, and it's actually really cool. It, I absolutely love that. That is one of my favorite things that, it, because say you uh, do want to be like a pacifist or something, you can just focus. I obviously, I think there might have to do some adventuring, but like you could just focus on doing arsons and, and crafting. Right. It's, I kind of think of ashes as like a mashup of a bunch of different, um, simulators, so like blacksmith <laughs> simulator, animal husbandry simulator, <laughs> walking simulator. <laughs> it, it does it does seem though, though like it's going to be a different game like for for people and how they play it it's going to be a different game for everyone like your your experience in the game not just like even on a server level is going to be so much different than someone else's experience and i i love that they're they're offering that type of gameplay of you know if you are a very pvp focused player if you're a pde focused player if you're an artisan focused player it's just, I, I love the idea of someone being able to really just focus and mastering a craft inside the game. It's, it's just, I I, I've, been, I've been wanting that type of game since I was like seven. I, I remember thinking to myself, like, how cool would it be if there was a game where you, if you just want to be a blacksmith, you could be. Like, if, if that's all you want to do, all you want to do in the game, there's other, and there's other people running around, but they come to you because you're the you're best. I like, I remember having those thoughts as a kid and like, I, I kind of, so I mean, we got a little close to it with the Sims. They had that like medieval one that ended up really Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did yeah. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, there was that, but, um, I, yeah, I, I like the Sims a lot, actually. It's funny because it's, I didn't start playing the Sims until last year. Um, I played the mobile game a little bit and that was fun, but it's like one of those games that I like had known about forever and everybody was always typing it up and I was like, oh, like it kind of just doesn't really seem like, like my thing. And actually the most enjoyment I get out of playing the Sims is the building. <laughs> That's like in every game I have, maybe one of these days I'll do a stream where I'm going off some of my Sims builds. Cause I do some like pretty cool mansions and stuff. <laughs> um, I like what Skyx said. Kill dragon, plan out how to take all the massive scales down the mountain without getting robbed when you're in the caravan. Get back to the home node and start getting your crafters busy. Yeah, no, it's, I love that there's just, everything feels so uh, intertwined. And that, that was something where with that, that, again, the video that we did a critique on is the reason that the game is so feature rich and why each feature is so important is because of all their interplay. If you are missing a piece and it does not work, 10 other things aren't going to work properly. 
And I, I, I can understand too, like if someone does understand that about ashes and they're looking at it, be like, man, I don't know how they're, how they're going to pull that off. I could, I could definitely see that as being this overwhelming task of like, you know, the whole reason why we're going to be testing it too is like, how, how are you guys going to make this work? So I, I'm really hoping, I'm, I'm really hoping by the time we're in the alpha two, it's so interesting um, because, you know, it, it, any other game, right, has this closed alpha two where they're like, okay, guys, we're going to invite you in. There's an NDA. You can't show it to anybody. They don't have to worry about having, <laughs> they don't have to worry about having a very pretty thing to present to people. Where Ashes is be, because Steven decided to open up and drop the NDA and wanted to show people things, he, he has made it where, you know, he wants to have something nice to show off. So I feel like, I feel like internally, not only are they probably testing things, but they're getting it ready. So it's like trying to even get a, a presentation ready of the alpha too, because they know it, it's got the public eye on them and in that you only have like that one time to make that first impression. Like it, it's, it, there is a lot of pressure on that, that team to get that right. Yes. Um, Skyak said, even for crafters, getting ready for your guild members to get back from killing the dragon could be enjoyable. I could see that. I could definitely picture like the, the wild scramble of like, <laughs> we feel like getting ready and then like them getting news from, from their guild mates, like letting them know like that they're on the last boss or like what materials they got. Like that, I could see that being pretty funny. Yeah. Skyx was just saying that WoW was, uh was once an idea that seemed too big to achieve until it was actually done. And then it broke the gaming world uh, for years. And, and that's true. There, there were so many copycats and, right, exactly. and WoW clones and, and things that it really changed a lot and changed the landscape a ton of like how games were going to be developed, how, they, how things were going to be handled, everyone trying to, you know, reach that, 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 get that WoW feel or that WoW effect. And I... Again, this is, you know, take it, obviously realize that I am high on the copium, which is, I, I really feel like Ashes, if it is successful, not, it, I'm not saying it's going to be a, a WoW killer. Like I, I, I never once have ever thought like this is going to kill WoW. Again, the only thing that's ever going to kill WoW is WoW itself. Like if someone really loves a game, they're not going to just jump ship because of something else. Like if they're very invested. Like it just doesn't happen that way. They'll test it and they'll go back to the thing they like. Sometimes you just fall in love with something else. Though. That is true too. Like <laughs> if, you, if you, if your heart, if you do just fall in love with this game, whatever. But what I think <laughs> we may see come out of this, if they're successful, is seeing a lot more open development, seeing a lot more. Um, Maybe developers actually listening to what right, the players have, want. <laughs> having a lot more fan-based participation. Like I could see this completely changing the way kind that of, get developed. Up until now, a lot of the development has been, this is what you're getting. Like, well, dude, that's like <laughs> Arc Age 2 is going to apparently coming out next, uh, 2024. And it's like, how, how are you guys? Like, I get it. Okay. You guys have, we're developing Arc Age 2, but like, I, I maybe the closed beta test or something, like alpha test, but it's like, man, like, I feel like. Of all games, of all games, Arcage 2 probably should have had an open development cycle because of how bad they fucked up Arcage 1 with, in regards to at least a publisher and things. But it's like, man, you feel like you, to redeem yourself, you would have put that in the public eye. And it just, that, it, it's changed my mindset of like, when I know a game is just going to release and there's been no real updates, you haven't really shown anything. 
to me, that's changed my mind. And, and again, maybe it's a bias for me, but because of the way that Intrepid is handling themselves, I almost expected that from a lot of other studios of, I feel like you, we should be getting more updates. I feel like we should be seeing more. I feel like we should have more involvement. And I'm starting to get this feel of like, man, if a game isn't doing this, I almost feel like they're destined to fail. And that could just be me and my bias, but yeah, and how much. That's kind of the way that I've started to think too. Yeah. Of especially like when you're that early in the process, like you have no feedback other than internal. And maybe you've got, you know, a handful of people that you've picked to come and test. You've got play testers or whatever, but your, your general fan base that you haven't put this out in front of, maybe what well, you're working on isn't what wonder, It always makes me wonder too, like if they're not having that outside feedback, their internal feedback is probably what's cheaper for the wallet and what's going to make them more money is the right. choices they end up making it, it, because so kind of coming from like a biased perspective. Right. It seems like the, it does seem that it's a, let's get this out. Let's make money kind of thing. And I really like seeing the passion. Like I almost want to be able to see the team that's working on the game and, and see them speak about it and talk about it. It that's one of the things that I really like, um, ashes of creation and also to extent, um, Baldur's gate, Baldur's gate three and, and how they have um, they'll have their round tables. It is really, really nice to see a dev team talk about things, to see they're passionate about things, the way they present it, the way they present themselves. You know, you have that drop for, for the trailer for, um, for Dragonflight. And, and it was that the devs talking about it and not, not really like a single one of them. Did I feel like actually gave a shit about the game? And I, again, that could be a bias of myself, but just listening to them talk and, and it feels so scripted or forced where it's like, I mean, I've always felt that cause we've watched like BlizzCon and stuff before and they always have like the Q and A while, while so highly it's scripted. Like, I've just always gotten that like vibe that they're kind of like up on their high horses and that wow is actually beneath them, but they're benefiting <laughs> from it. Like it's just, that's just my vibe. And like, I, I'm really good at reading people so i usually like go off of my intuition on it but <laughs> right like some people's nonverbals can be like off the chart where you're like i can tell you're full of shit man and i think that's the thing too is like when when you can see steven speak about things you can tell like when there's some stress there and you can tell like when we said like whatever that milestone too you saw like a lot of stress drop off of them they were their, their mannerisms were a lot looser and things and, and those are things that we pick up on a lot too and just like you know, working, I kind of working environments where I need to kind of pay attention to people's nonverbals and, and the way that they interact with each other and, and talk. And, and if you do pay attention, you pick up on things like that. Like that's, it can tell you a lot of like where a person's coming from and if they're full of shit or not. And that was one of the things too, of like seeing Steven talk about the game and, and seeing the passion and also the fact that like, I've never really once ever seen Steven pull things off of like, you know, uh, uh, he, I'm assuming maybe sometimes when they're, we're doing a stream, maybe, maybe he's got like keywords that he might read off of, but that whole interview with Asmik. Oh, but it's all, it's all coming from up here. All up it's there. crazy. And it's very, very cool to watch. Like he just, that was, you can ask him practically any question and he will come up with some form of answer. If it's something that he wants to talk about. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Fubo Headhunter for the follow and, and coming to join us, uh, during the, uh, the podcast. Um, but yeah, so there's that interview with Steven talking to Asmongold and he, yeah, I believe he's driving to Vegas and he is just, you know, he, he is driving 
and just rapid fire, give an answer after answer after answer, because he has it all mapped out. He knows all these things. He's very passionate about this game. Like, I, I, I understand maybe there was, you know, people have brought up like, you know, he, of, of previous endeavors that he was in. And it's like, I, I think this one, there was a comment that I, I pointed out to someone, I believe on Reddit is when I'm coming to a situation, I, I do kind of think of, think on past experiences, but I really try not to apply them to what I'm currently getting into. I do like to give people a, until you show me something negative, I'm going to kind of trust you a bit. I'm going to be optimistically cautious. I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen. And then once you give me that one thing where I'm like, okay, that's a huge red flag. Like I can tell, like, that's when that kind of turns. But I think a lot of people, because they've been burnt by so many games, they will bring all of that in with them. And it, it's not a, I'm going to follow you along until you give me something to distrust you with. It's a, I distrust you. You need to prove that you're, you're a, a trustful person. That's not exactly how I wanted to word that. That, that, that definitely did not come out as gracefully as I wanted it to. But I, I think that's a problem too, is that people have been jaded by so many other games and so many failed games that they just carry that baggage into the, when, they, when they're learning about these things and they let that cynicism settle in rather than like allowing themselves to get excited and, and hopeful and, you know, out of that fear of like, this is just going to be like X, Y, Z, it's going to happen again. Like, I, I don't even want to touch this. And like, I, I don't blame those people. Um, and I, I would say for those people, like, yeah, if you think this game is not going to come out or you don't even want to know about it until it does, like, you don't even have to follow it. You don't have to, right. which I'm sure will get hard because as, as you know, the, the, it gains, gains more steam, you're going to hear more and more things about it. Oh my God. You redeemed that? I did. Oh. So I just redeemed a truth or dare. So pick truth <sighs> or dare. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I don't, uh, truth. Okay, just I'll truth. take it. I'll take a truth. God damn it. All right. Just so the first person to type a truth in the chat is the one who gets to ask Jamie. I don't like this game. I don't, you're <laughs> making me feel very anxious. Uh, God, I'll trust anyone until they give me a reason not to. And then they do. I'll never be able to get trust completely back. Oh God. You are making me so goddamn anxious. The same Skyx with with trust. Once it's broken, it's very hard to redeem it. Yeah, someone hurry up and type in whatever your question. Guilty to pretty innocent. Um, <laughs> is it true that Jamie is an orc? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, sweet. Thank you for saving me. Well, Jesus. That's okay. If there's more, you can answer those too, because I just had to redeem seventy five hundred points. For <laughs> um. So, in like a. Uh, in like a, a sense of, am I an actual orc? No, but in heart, yes, always. <laughs> I will start always. calling you orc heart. <laughs> orc, orc heart, orc there we heart. go. Yeah. Orc and heart. <laughs> uh, dude, I love orcs. I will. I need to look up, I need to look up um, the, the Lord of the Rings, like orcish language. It doesn't count. What well, someone's heart. better just ask me questions. God, you made me so goddamn yeah, any, anxious. Any of you could ask a, is it true question? <laughs> Guys, I think maybe, or maybe the question in general, truth maybe is. now, maybe might be saying that there's a lot of things I don't want to talk about. Uh, not, not, not with it, not with it, not being in a Patreon setting anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah. I thought you guys would be all over that too. Now I'm not feeling as anxious. They don't want to know anything. They don't want to know. Like, don't, don't ruin the illusion. I don't need to know anything about it. 
Okay, you guys can ask me too. How's that? All right. You completely derailed. I don't even remember. I did. I was getting bored. <laughs> Is it true that I have a tattoo on my ass? No, I do not. No, I can testify to that. <laughs> you jump into the Discord. You can see, uh, you see most of me from when we did the, uh, what was it? The bikini stream there that, um, yeah, yeah, you should ask. You're the one who redeemed it. I redeemed, I already know everything about about him for the most exactly. Part. So that's the thing is that you should ask me a hard question and please don't make it too difficult. <laughs> All right, I'll think on it. You keep talking. I don't remember what I was talking about because I was going in on a rant and now you you've completely derailed it. I was I remember I had something good. What, what was I talking about about not bringing your past experiences into you into current ones and and to really just. Allow things to unfold. Well, I'm like, hey, let's talk about your past. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, and that. Oh, yeah. So I guess tying into is Jamie a trustworthy person? Because is he? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys, obviously, uh, everyone's here for tangents of creation. So, <laughs> so you know the hard question. I, there's multiple hard questions. Obviously, there's a lot. There, there really is. There's, there's a lot of good stories. Um, it's not all ones that I want to air to. Everyone on YouTube, <laughs> I can always cut it. Uh, no one gets this far in the YouTube videos anyway. And if you do, you guys are true fans. So thank you for that. <laughs> you guys deserve the, <laughs> I, I seriously, the railing at the end. Because it, it always derails at the end and you guys learn it's like some, because uh, obviously we, uh, towards the end, we, we, we do get a bit tired. And then the more tired I get, the more I open up about things. And obviously the more that I start kind of drifting off topic and, and we get into like personal, um, Oh, so you know the hard question. Oh, you're talking to Lacey. Yeah, she knows. She knows questions to ask me. I know everything about him. Just we <laughs> like I, honestly. We we talk honestly. We talk a lot. It's like what we do all the we, time. We we are not that husband and wife. We are. Like, we're literally like this. Like he'll be at work, and if he's if things are slow, like I just call him so we can chat on the phone. Is it true that I wanted a tattoo on my ass? We already like redeemed this. No, I I mean, maybe depends on what it is. No, what we should do. I should wear lipstick and I should kiss like a piece of paper. So we get the, the lip. I'll get a tattoo. Away. Maybe that will be <laughs> a, uh, maybe that'll be a, a sub goal. I'll, I'll get your, uh, sub goal? Yeah. your, your <laughs> lips tattooed on my ass. Honestly, it should be my, my butt with your lips though, because you're always <laughs> kissing my ass. <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> Um, are we excited for the upcoming AMA with Steven? Yes. Uh, I have been trying to prepare some questions and I feel like they're questions that Steven won't answer anyway, but I am, <laughs> dude, how cool would it be if that's when we get the alpha two reveal? It's like finally somewhat bro sub goal, man. I don't know. Tattoo. It's gotta be a lot for that sub goal. That's like probably close to, I need, I need, a, I need at least, no, I, I, I mean, I at least need <laughs> the money from the, for the tattoo from the, from the goal. Um. Yeah, but I'm, I'm very excited for the AMA with, with Steven. I am trying to think of a, a few different questions. Uh, I, I think it would be so cool if that's when if someone, you know, the first person that finally, because you know, like someone's going to ask when's Alpha 2, when's Alpha 2. And like for him, if, if he could at that moment, just be like, oh, it's this day. And just nonchalantly, I know they won't do that, but just imagine if that's how it came out. Is he was just like, oh yeah, it's going to be. Actually comes out. Yeah. We, we had, we had a, a, a joke about it being on March 19th. Cause there, there was a, there was a guess about that. But it was, um, you know, one of the community, our community members was, was, uh, we're trying to guess my birthday or something, but we, we were also talking about the alpha and our guests, I, I messed, messed up, I messed up what they were saying. 
and uh, they, as they said, March 19th. So we have that written down as the potential Alpha 2 release date. And it would just be, it'd be so funny if like, Steve was like, yeah, no, Alpha, Alpha 2 is like March 19th. Anyway, what's the next question? And just everyone lose their mind. Dude, if that happened, um, I forget who suggested that. It was Lord. Lord it Lord, was Lord. Lord. Yeah, you got to go play the lottery or something. <laughs> I still kind of still in my short teeth. I looked it up. That's a Sunday. It just it sounds it sounds like a good day though. And I mean, I think they're gonna release it on a Sunday. On a Sunday, everybody would be home for the most part. Not everyone that's at the studio. I have it's tattoos too. I'm got multiple tattoos. I need more tattoos. I was thinking about I um. Get this. I have zero. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. We get Annie like a hundred subs. Not because she's gonna get not tattoos. I don't want them, but. She's too picky. Tell, I have a very critical eye when it comes to artwork and designs. And it just, it's, I've designed myself probably close to six different tattoos. And I just always find something critical with my artwork. So I'll most likely have to just spend a bunch of money on a tattoo artist that I just absolutely love their work <sighs> and then get that. So I'm not as critical. I thought it was, I want to say it was a Thursday, but I don't quite remember. Do you remember when Alpha won? When was it? Um, it might have been a Thursday. I don't know why that sounds right. I don't Maybe know. it was a Friday. What What was the um? What was What was the What was the joke uh, that that Dane Cook had when you When you always think back, it was always like a Wednesday, something like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Dane Cook joke. Yeah, <laughs> what a tattoo of somebody. Way Jesus. back in the day, which was a Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was a Wednesday. It was always on a Wednesday. I saw uh, I saw Dane Cook live. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, it's still off topic. Um, let's see. When I usually was... get very off topic at the end. That's why everyone stays for the three hours, though, because they know what's going to happen. Let's see. It was July 14th. So let me open. Dang it. I wish I had that over there. So what year was that? Uh, we're doing July <laughs> of 2021. Where was that? July which put it on a Monday. Okay, so it was a Monday. So never mind. <laughs> it was on a Monday. So it'll probably be on a Monday. <laughs> it doesn't sound cool. Oh, uh, Jesus. Um, okay, uh, just get that. I'm still over here trying to think of a truth to ask you. I keep telling, I keep telling Annie too, like we, we're, we should just like, we'll, we'll do uh, like a tattoos, tequila, and taco <laughs> night. Like I said, when Lace gets bored, that's when the shit starts. To Basically, <laughs> when, when, when her attention starts to drift, that's when like, she's like, all right, I think I'm done. I usually start seeing my chair go back and forth and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to <laughs> spice things up. That's like when, when her ADHD starts kicking in, it's like, I'm going to just, I'm done. My brain's drifting off. <laughs> I know that's like when we should shift the stream into that, which if we do switch this to Friday nights, we probably could switch that to the late night with uh, Chaos and Lace. So after one, once things start moving into this, we can just keep talking, but we'll move it outside of the ashes. To the just dead. Oh, dude, we could call it outside of the ashes. Um, oh, there you go. I like that actually. Write that down. <laughs> outside of the ashes. I'll write that down. Yeah, you write that down. You I have my notepad bad. over here. Um, so yeah, we, do you guys have any questions uh, that you're you're excited to ask for the um, AMA? AMA so it makes it sound like a war. <laughs> to ask me anything with Steven. Huh. Or, or you too I was just asking if there's truth is your favorite fantasy race to play really gnomes well oh, you, got him. you got me my favorite fantasy race is orcs and I would punt gnomes if I could uh, is the AMA taking place of this month I don't 
think I don't think it's taking place in replace of it's um isn't this it this upcoming yeah I believe it's next week so it would be was yeah. it the fourteenth I can't open my calendar on yeah, this they side. usually do the dev update at the end of the month go away clear all is anybody yeah, else it's excited nice for the cosmetic rollover. I'm thinking that it might actually have something spooky. I hope it does. Spooky season. I'm hoping like something kind of related. <laughs> I, I haven't FOMO bought something in a while. So if they could put out something really sweet. Um, I think I, I in total, I really haven't spent that much. I say I haven't spent that much, but um, non-sponsored ad, but uh, liquid my, my death. My is good, guys. <laughs> Christ Jesus. Wasting those points. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I am trying to sit up a bit more today. I really need a different chair, to be honest. So if you guys could <laughs> sub more. face while I spread. Guys, we need to hit, <laughs> we need to hit a thousand subs on YouTube. So share with your friends. Just like, subscribe, subscribe, words. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> subscribe and share. Um, subscribe, share, like the YouTube. Like we can build that out. Um. That'd be great. Just everywhere. Just drop it if you can. Not not a requirement. Just just a request. <laughs> um, all right. I'm seeing we are definitely going over three hours now. And we probably should wrap things up. Uh, okay. So is it true? I'm trying to think how I want to word it. it it's it's not like a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you make me so funny. anxious sometimes. Gross humor. Um, that, okay. That still makes me nervous. Is it true that if orcs were real, that would be your go-to port? <laughs> I don't know. Am I an orc? In a scenario, uh, am I an orc? You're still you, but I would imagine that you would have a pretty heavy orc fetish. It depends. <laughs> it depends on how attracted the female. I want to always, be one. Always talking about big, thick orc mommies. <laughs> no, no, because here's, here's the thing. If I was an orc, I'd probably be into elves. So. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing I always... That's what I'm saying. You, you, we, we put those elviers on the other day. Guys, we got to go. I'm going to go work play for a bit. Um, but, Jesus. But if you're a human, though, I think orc mommies would be your thing. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe. It depends on how attractive the females are. I didn't, not really thinking about the breeding aspect of that. The female Renkai ones were cute, though. So that's, that's good. Orc they were, for real, you wouldn't be the best. Wife, Actually, no. that was, I was thinking about asking it that way, that if orcs were real, would we even still be married? <laughs> Depend if orcs, listen, if orcs were real, my life would be completely different. So I don't even think I'd be sitting here. <laughs> it depends though. It depends. Cause if I was a human, I, like, okay, it's going to change the whole thing in, in that I'm being too realistic with this, but if that's the whole thing, I'm pretty sure they'd be fucking <laughs> terrifying. And if I'm not one, I don't think I'd be thinking about interbreeding with them. <laughs> they would be running a lot. I mean, you like danger though. So. I do. I've run towards a danger. I know how some men can be with a challenge. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know why either running towards danger. I, I, I don't know what made me think about this, but there was one time, um, completely off topic, but we had, uh, we, our house, uh, had a lot of, um, negative pressure. So you would, you, it was actually kind of like pulling air into the house instead of it leaking out. And we had this furnace downstairs and one night and trying, trying to get the fire going because we, we kind of just used it for enjoying being down there when it was going and I, I couldn't get it I, I swear to god it was out it shouldn't have even started middle of the night uh and because of because of the negative pressure it would push smoke down into the house if if there was smoke inside the furnace you say i have to heat the pipes up to get things to go out anyway it's the middle of the night smoke detectors are going off 
I can smell smoke. I jump up naked out of the bed and run downstairs towards what I think is a fire. And, and, and meanwhile, um, meanwhile, Annie's laying in bed, like, oh, I guess this is how I die. So I smelled smoke. I saw you running and I was like, oh, he takes care of it. Like, but like back to bed, literally wake up, smell the smoke, ran right towards fire, have nothing on. That's the type of man <laughs> I am. The funniest thing to see too. It's just like a little out of bed. Dude, I was terrified. Like, I was so nervous. Um, on that note, uh, we definitely probably need to get running. So thank you guys for coming, uh, to this, uh, episode of Tangents of Creation, hanging out with us on Twitch. Uh, this will be up on the edited <laughs> version. Uh, the not so tangenty tangents of creation uh, will be up, cleaned up, and fit for consumption uh, on all the places where you guys listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Everybody, it's up on everything. Uh, you can find us there. You can also find us on YouTube. Um, for some reason, I still can't do a custom URL, but if you search for uh, tangents of creation. You can find us there. Uh, so thank you so much for er everyone that gave out the follows, everyone who subscribed during this, it really means a ton. And if you, if you like the content, uh, and, and if you have any feedback, anything where you think we could do better, uh, X, Y, Z, or you'd like us to talk about things, please feel free to let us know. Um, obviously we're very new to content creation in this space, and I definitely want to make sure we're delivering a product that everyone is happy with and, right. and also that the feedback is invaluable for us <laughs> and, and, the, and obviously i'm not going to completely change things like i'm not going to turn it into you know whatever but like that, that at least where we're keeping our integrity and doing the things that we would like to do but if there's other things where you're like man we really like how you guys do this um because there was a, I, I know some people really like when we do super like analytical breakdowns of things uh and, and there was kind of this uh this, this request of like, Hey, like I, th I thought you guys were going to be doing this a lot and it does come up when we're super passionate and we, we will break down things, but there's also that relaxed fit in, in that chill vibe kind of thing. So it, it's kind of trying to feel, trying to, uh, <laughs> God dang, you, you guys distract me all the goddamn time. Yeah, trying to find like that yeah. middle ground of where can we be super tangenty, but then that like, all right, that's, that's really dive deep in, in, and do a, a deep dive on this topic. So if there's anything you guys would like us to talk about or look into or whatever, like, you know, that's, that's my spiel. Uh, also, if you want, you can join the discord. There's links everywhere. And thank you for coming out. I don't know how to end this yet. We still haven't got hey, something. Read, I need. Read my comment in the chat. The best part of this question is as mom is right in the next room. I know that's why I was, <laughs> that's honestly the more reason why I was getting anxious of what you were going to ask. Um, what was I saying? Get me all distracted again. We still, I still don't know how to end this. So if someone can think of an ending tagline of, of how to do that. All right, guys, quick, lace it back up. Yeah, lace <laughs> it back up. Uh, keep it classy, San Diego. Uh, best stream. Don't forget oh, to nice like, subscribe, bits, ears, hype brain. Just buzzword. <laughs> Insert buzzword here. Insert generic. Um, Chat. <laughs> I, know, I feel like I always just end it with, all right, guys, until next time. Have a good one. Yeah. And then you're always like, bye. Yeah. We end it that way every single time. I always wave. You do. I'm polite. Like, I, I always fade it out when you're like, bye. I need to do, I need to do the queen wave. Bye. Some, somehow I can never figure out how to end it, but we always end it the same way. So, uh. Yep. Yep. That's how it goes. That's <laughs> how it be. How are we going to end it this time? <laughs> I'm going to just like this. <laughs> <laughs>